And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 152 of Thirst and Goal. My name is Franny. Across the table from me is Ben. And we're a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher, Ben. Yes, exactly. Or any podcaster just ask, just ask them, them what their favorite nfl and bourbon whiskey scotch and beer podcast is and they'll take thirsty gold podcast <laughs> of course they will funny how was your week this week it was a good week ben it was a short week uh so i've you know a short week this week next week the following week and i think the following week after that you know four life is good i know i know four day work weeks i prefer that over five day work weeks <laughs> any day yeah, of the week exactly exactly and uh you know i mean we got christmas coming up we got the new year coming up ben i mean this year is flying by. Yeah, exactly. Only four weeks to go in the NFL season. I cannot no, believe it. Jesus. And you guys are just, a, do you have your bye? The Eagles have a bye this week yeah, or next this week? This week. This week, the this Eagles week. are a bye. That is Finally. a late, late yeah, bye. But I like that. Yeah, we had our six weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the NFL could do to screw the Steelers, that is what they'll do. Yeah, I think the Steelers <laughs> screwed themselves on Thursday night. That's true. That's true. Last year, I was a little bitter because of the cancellation and all of that, you know, having us play the Ravens in the middle of the day on like a Tuesday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had a similar week. I had a uh, an issue with my mouth. Everyone go to the dentist. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't not take care of your teeth. Yeah. Your, your week was not the greatest. It, it was not good. It was not good. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was an ugly week. It was two trips to the dentist, two doses of antibiotics. Uh, so bear, but you're on the show tonight. Yeah. So bear with me. At the, I can feel that the latest medication is wearing off. So nah, I will you just be, need more gin. I will be more gin, Ben. <laughs> antibiotics and gin. That's probably That's the fun. best mixture. Uh, yeah, but it was a good. Week. A rec- they recommend it. Yeah, yeah they if, recommend. If, if, if you read the really, really fine print, fine print, you're supposed to take a shot of gin with it. Yeah, too, yeah. Too only cool, gin. Too, yeah, if I had, if I had just drank more gin during the week, I wouldn't have had to go in yeah. for an emergency appointment to get a second round of antibiotics. Yep. It was the lack of gin that did it. That's it, uh, Franny. What are you drinking over there uh, tonight, Ben? I'm actually drinking the Dual Barrel Collection Rye Whiskey. That was finished in vanilla extract barrel. That one was pretty good. From yeah, from Heritage Distillery. Haven't had. I mean, look look how much there is. I mean, the, the bottle's almost full. We basically had it that one night where we sampled it, and uh, looks like we haven't touched it since. So might as well try to finish this bottle off. What well, about you, Ben? You will handle that tonight. <laughs> I am drinking the Copper and Kings, the Moons of Jupiter Gin. Beautiful, flavorful gin from Copper and Kings, a distillery, a, a bourbon and whiskey distillery down in Kentucky. A rare gin from the southern portion of the United States made in a bourbon distillery. Uh, cannot recommend it enough. They've got about three different gins that they make. They are all good. Uh, not a sponsorship for any of this. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know what we're drinking. This fine freezing. It's cold outside. It's in the 40s out here. I know. In Southern California. It's 45 Woo. degrees out here, which is actually pretty cold for Southern California. That is very cold. I mean, this is uh, you know, so this is probably one of the lower temperatures that we've sat outside in, uh, and it could drop into the, the the high 30s. Let's hope tonight. No, let's hope not. <laughs> let's, let's hope, hope not. we get there. <laughs> the frozen tundra of yeah. thirst and gold. <laughs> 
The hell with Aaron Rodgers. This is the frozen tundra right here. Yeah, they wish they could have 45 yeah, degrees in do. Green Bay right now. They do. They'll be out there in T-shirts and shorts. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers will probably be out there in shorts and a T-shirt. <laughs> anyway, his ego won't let him allow it's, anyone. It's not cold. To view him as being cold or in any way uncomfortable. Friday, what are we going to talk about with four weeks left to go? Oh, tonight, Ben, we have our NFL Week 13 recap. We have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. NFL Week 14 picks, Ben. 14. Can you believe Man, it? It seems like we just started the season. Yeah, I keep thinking <laughs> the Steelers have by. enough time to get back in it. The Eagles have enough time. Well, you guys do have enough time we to get back time. in it. We have time, but that, that loss... You know, the Steelers just had to the Vikings does not help the Eagles' chances of progressing into the playoffs because we're, you know, we're in the running with the Vikings. Yeah, it, w- it would have yeah. worked out for both of yeah, us. Yeah, actually, yeah. But that's, it might be worse for you guys yeah. than it actually is for the Eagles. Leave it to Kirk Cousins to lose to the, the Lions, Lions and then beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. That yeah. is Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer in a nutshell. <laughs> and we also have the betting lines along with the Week 14 picks, Ben. That's your betting lines yeah, at right least there. i hit on that last week i hit all the bets actually ever i think i hit every bet but one last week except for the parlay yeah we have Friday's flame and ben's bust of the week we oh, also have our shot of the week ben it is semi-spicy it is semi-sweet and it's actually a little bit sour too it's a little bit i'm a little bit sour yeah i know that's that's exactly <laughs> why and it's, it's it's supposed to i mean in the pictures on instagram and on twitter we'll post those um but the uh it's a layered shot it's supposed to be yellow and purple and uh, we'll come up with a name for this one. It's Steeler Sweet and Sour. Uh, Steeler whoa. Sweet and Spicy. I had something on. I had something on my mind. I just can't remember. It was you know like it was skull. Oh, Skull Crusher. Yeah, Skull Crusher. Yeah, yeah. it definitely crushed. Yeah, my my soul. Yeah, <laughs> that game. <laughs> and uh, we also have our beverage of the night, Ben, which is it's the Scotch and is from Balnellan. And it is uh, a Caribbean rum cask finished uh, scotch. And so we'll give that a shot, see how that tastes. I think we had a, an offering from Balnellan a, f- a couple of weeks yep. ago. And it wasn't the greatest. Um, but we'll give this one a shot. They actually have a whole line. They have, they have rum barrels. I think they have a port finish. They have a couple of other ones. So it's a, you know, it's a brand new line that they have from Balnellan. And there's a whole bunch of them on the shelf at Total Wine. You know, can't wait to try this. I know we liked the Caribbean cask uh, uh, reserve or whatever finish from Glen Livet. Uh, from Glen Livet. That one was nice. Actually, I was sipping a little bit of that last night. And, um, you know, I want to see how this one kind of compares to, you know, what I had last night. Yeah, Glen Livet, it's hard for you to go against your, no, never. <laughs> your, your future spouse in Glen Livet Distillery. And we also have our beer of the night, Ben. It's a Blood Orange India Pale Ale and IPA. From unparalleled craft, latitude 33 degrees. I mean, actually, this is just a nice-looking can. I'm just looking at it right now. I just grabbed it off the shelf. It looked pretty cool, and I know we enjoyed that other blood orange offering from that different brewery. I think it was Dog, Dogfish Head or something. something I, think like so. I think so. I think so. And we really like that yeah. one. And so we'll see how this one tastes. We have some housekeeping to finish up the show. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's a perfect, uh, perfect beer for me tonight. I need a little extra vitamin C to get over this infection that I'm struggling with, <laughs> although it's not as bad as the infection that the Pittsburgh Steelers are dealing with. Friday, what's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, NFL Week 13 recap. I can't believe it. Uh, last Thursday night, the Cowboys put another, you know, roadblock in he- ahead of the Eagles by beating the Saints in the first game up this week. I won't even click on the stats for this one unless Friday wants to talk about it. The Colts beat up on the hapless Texans 
31 to nothing, Friday. The Colts go to 7-6. Yeah. and six. The Texans fall to 2-10 and 10 in the quarterback lottery for the draft coming up this year. But at least Carson Wentz, 16-22, 158 and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor with two huge touchdowns on the game that the Colts there sitting at 7-6 and six a game ahead of the Steelers in the playoff hunt. Friday, anything to say about this debacle? Uh, I mean, with um, with the Colts, I mean, that can actually be anybody in the AFC. Yeah, they're right like now. the Vikings. They could lose to the yeah, Lions. They, they could <laughs> lose to somebody. I mean, they could lose to a terrible team, but then they could turn around and be, you know, one of the best teams in the AFC. I mean, uh, you know, you just have to worry about what Wentz is going to do in the game. I mean, he's going to have some stupid. I'm, I, actually, I didn't watch this game because they were so far ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if he made any sort of bonehead mistakes. You can always expect at least one from Wentz. Uh, every single game, um, but if he can, if he can keep the game, you know, if he can keep it clean, then uh, you know they always have a chance. I mean, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, they're right in there. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is the top running back in the league right now in terms of yardage, and uh, you know their defense is solid as well. Um, so I mean, they're they're one of those teams that will most likely make the playoffs, and uh, you know they, they'd be a tough opponent for anybody. Yeah, and God knows Carson Wentz is just dripping. <laughs> dripping with desire to get into the playoffs now that he's not with the Eagles anymore and show what he can do in the playoffs. So we shall, we shall see what they do the four games down the stretch. But Franny, mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions get their first win of the season, 29-27. The Vikings at that point were 5-7. and seven. The Lions won 10-1. The Detroit Lions come back. Jared Goff leads them down the field after the Vikings went up in the game and Goff will not be denied that was with the beautiful touchdown to but the terrible left. defense yeah like well, what were they doing on that on that last drive Mike I mean, the Vikings Mike Zimmer but then they turn around to beat yeah. the Steelers <laughs> they turn around <laughs> and beat the Steelers but that's Mike Tomlin and Mike Zimmer that's why they have the same first name they are the same person uh but what do you think about the Lions finally getting their first win of the season Kirk Cousins had a decent game 30 of 40 for 340 and two count them Two touchdowns in the game, but look at Jared Goff. 25 of 41 for 296 and three. Count them, three touchdowns and one pick. But what say you about the Lions and the Vikings? Um, I mean, it was, it was a beautiful scene. Game. I mean, I thought I mean, it was an exciting thought they won game. the national championship. Yeah, the way I know. They I know. Seriously, after it's like one, one, they're 110 and one, and how excited they are. It's always nice to win in the NFL. But you know, let let's keep things real. It's, but it's but one with four game. games to go, they were they were they were on the on the precipice of a of a losing season. And, and technically, with their record the way it is right now, they have like a one in two hundred million chance of making it to the playoffs. Yeah, if, they, <laughs> if they're 5-10-1. and one, exactly. And the and the NFC, and, and, and they everybody might all make sort it. of loses. You know, somehow. <laughs> yeah, but there's still a chance. You're saying there's still a chance. If Washington loses out, and the Eagles yeah. lose out, and the Colts lose out. The Vikings lose out. The Vikings lose out. There's you a know, chance. There's a ch- there's a chance. I mean, they beat. They, look, they have the head to head against the Vikings. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. That's you true. know, uh, but no, I mean, it was it was actually an exciting. It was this. I, mean, I watched it. I as watched terrible the as the Lions game. are, you 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 still want them to win. I mean, even if you hate the Lions, if you're some if you're some who hates the Lions. I, I mean, you can't really hate them anymore because they're so bad. Um, you know, it's like hating the Knicks. Like, I mean, for for what? Yeah. Were you around in the in the seventies? Well, I mean, like, why do you hate the Knicks? I guess I don't know if if, if you're a Nets fan. I don't know if Nets fans even hate. Yeah. Fans. No, I mean, no. I don't even know. But if I mean, that's they're so bad. I mean, it, yeah, they're so. It's bad. like hating on the Jets. Or, yeah. You know, well, like I hate I'm, the you, Jets. You hate the Browns now. I hate the Browns for now. the longest time. You yeah. couldn't hate on the Browns, but now you can. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that last drive. I mean, Goff going down the field. Uh, you know, goal line situation, last play of the game, uh, gets it into the end zone. But, I mean, the defense, I mean, it was a nice catch by the receiver, don't get me wrong, but why were the cornerbacks playing so far off of the receiver? Mike I mean, Zimmer. he basically ran into the end zone, got into position, and, and the, the 
the defensive backs were so far back, yep. you just couldn't get there. And he just grabbed that ball and fell down. Yeah. And he just grabbed the That's ball, it. went down to the turf, and said, it's mine. Yep. Mine. Mine. <laughs> That's what he said. But I mean, <laughs> we're winning this game. It was, it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's exciting for them, but I mean, still, it's one game. Take yeah. It, take it easy, guys. I know, but they deserved it. I mean, and I, and I, and I, I still think golf has a future as a starting quarterback in this league, went to the Super Bowl with the Rams, mm-hmm. played okay most of this season, but it's still Detroit. You know, Matthew Stafford didn't have a, ton, you know, a, a long run of 10-plus win seasons in Detroit either. Yeah, no. I, I think Doesn't Dan Campbell and, and Jared Goff, they might be able to, you know, ha- have some success down the road uh, once they get a little bit more talent on that roster. Uh, but next up front of your New York Giants, Against the Miami Dolphins, twenty to nine. The Dolphins still in the hunt at six and seven. The New York Giants, actually, oddly enough, still in the hunt at four and eight. Uh, Mike Glennon, Mike Glennon, had just newsflash: Gardner Minshew was available at the time. Uh, I mean, who has Mike Glennon as their backup? Twenty three of forty four. Hey, backup you have? <laughs> yeah, it might be. But twenty three of forty four for one eighty seven, zero touchdowns. One interception in the game, but Tua Tungavailoa, thirty of thirty of forty-one for two forty-four and count them two touchdowns in the game. Miles Gaskin with forty-four yards and a touchdown for Mac Hollins and Isaiah Ford. The G-Men with no TDs in this game, but uh, triplet of field goals. But finally, what say you about the Dolphins just hanging around? The Giants technically are hanging around, although it's, they have a real outside shot of making the playoffs. But the Dolphins are hanging around. I mean, not only are they hanging around, I mean, they have a five-game winning streak. I mean, they were 1-7. and seven. I mean, this was a 1-7 and seven Dolphins team. We were talking about but them Tua. being one of the worst teams in the league. And now they're on a five-game winning streak. I mean, they're 6-7. and seven. I mean, they're still on the outside looking in compared to some of the other AFC teams. But, you know, if, if things, you know, kind of shake their way, I mean, if there's a couple of, you know, like what you're We really needed that like tie. The, the Steelers, we needed that tie. Instance, yeah, I mean, there, there are some teams, if they lose a couple of games, I mean, the Dolphins, if they can win a few more, then there, there's potential that they can make it to the playoffs yeah. after one and seven. Yeah, exactly. And that would be impressive. I mean, obviously, I hope they don't because the Pittsburgh Steelers have an outside shot, very outside shot with their schedule going down the stretch. But I'm really impressed with what uh, Tuglavailoa has been able to do after getting injured, you know, sitting on the bench for a while, coming back in. He's mm-hmm. actually played really solid since he's been back in there. And it, it it's possible that the Dolphins didn't completely botch that pick last year uh as Franny said five game winning streak looks like Tua may have righted the ship no, a I mean little I, bit. I think just you know sitting behind um Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett and uh you know realizing that he might not be the starter next year he's really picked up his game I mean he, you know I, I I said multiple times on this podcast that I don't think this guy's a viable starter in the NFL still not 100% sure but it's sort of making a case for himself right now yeah I mean he's, he's played well these last you know about three games or so he's, he's putting some pretty good numbers and he is leading his team into the playoff hunt. Friday, your Atlanta Falcons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 30, the Falcons 17, Buccaneers go to 9 and 3. Falcons fall as usual to 5 and 7, but Tom commercials hurts. Subway, he's all over the place after 20 years of not doing commercials. 38 of 51 for 368 yards, another four, count them, four touchdowns in this game, one pick. Uh, Rob Gronkowski just keeps doing it. Four catches for 58 yards and two touchdowns. Chris Godwin, a monster game, 143 yards. Mike Evans, 99 yards in the game. Touchdown for Cameron Brait as well, his new favorite, second favorite tight end. Uh, but Matt Ryan, 30 of 41, a pretty good game. 
297 yards, but could not get the ball into the end zone. Didn't throw a pick in the game. Mike Davis with a touchdown uh, on 32 yards on four carries. Cordell Patterson keeps turning it up. I remember to look at rushing yards, too, for Cordell yeah. Patterson. I mean, the guy does that everything over there. He's finally found himself a home. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a losing. How many teams he's been on <laughs> yeah. so far in the league. But he's finally found himself a home, and he's really making a difference, sort of. I mean, he's making a difference for himself yeah. in terms of his career, but not much for the Falcons, though. The house Although is... the Falcons are there. They're 5-7. Five 5-7. <laughs> five seven. Seven. They're, they're still fighting for a playoff spot. That's true. You're 6-7, right? Uh, the, the Eagles are 6-7, and seven, but, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, they win this week. They have the same exact record while we're on by. So. Yeah. I mean, you got Washington is playing well. and, and They're you, playing very well, actually. You actually have to root for Dallas tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I know. It sucks. <laughs> you, I know. You have I, to I root know. for Dallas. I know. I will. I will be rooting for <laughs> Dallas tomorrow. And, uh, you know, because the next game. You remember the last time you rooted for Dallas in a game? It's usually these situations where I need a division rival to lose to them. They usually fail, though. I mean, they 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 well, they Mike beat McCarthy teams. guaranteed a victory. Yeah, well, you know, so did Doug Peterson. What like last year against? Yeah. I forget which team it was, um, but they the lost N- that game. What's with the NFC East and guaranteeing victories? Uh, it's the thing. But it's, why it's just you, the thing we have. Well, why does anyone ca- like? <laughs> I don't know why you could. You why can, you even can bother never guarantee a victory because it just fires up the other team yeah. even more. And and they're playing really well. Their defense is really good. And uh, Heineke, you just don't know what to expect from the guy. I mean, the guy. I mean, sometimes when when he's playing at at, at you know, his top level. I mean, he's, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, seriously, with this guy, yeah, like, he's I like, I really like Taylor Heineken. Yeah. No, I mean, when he's, he's still a young quarterback, he's still learning, he's still growing. He went undrafted. Remember in yeah, the podcast, we were talking about, like, we don't remember when this guy was drafted because he wasn't drafted. Yeah, exactly. And he's hungry and the team is hungry. And, and I hope they lose. Yeah, <laughs> one Super Bowl win and you'll get a Netflix, you'll get a Netflix two hour documentary on you as well, just like they did for Kurt Warner, Taylor Heineken. I don't know whether he was stocking shelves at the Costco or what he was doing. Uh, no, I mean, some of the stuff that he does is, is I mean, just to create space. I mean, to either climb the pocket or run out of the pocket and, and find, you know, an, an open tight end just to extend fourth uh, fourth down drives. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's pretty impressive what this guy has done. You yeah. know, from last year to this year, he's working really hard to be the starter And I think he future. will be. Yeah. I mean, and Fitzpatrick, his he's, contract he's, expires. And not only that, he, he's also having season-ending injuries. So Fitzpatrick is definitely not coming back. Uh, unfortunately, but you know, but we, he'll go we love, somewhere. We love Fitzpatrick on of this course. on this podcast. He'll find a job somewhere. Yeah, he'll he'll find a you know a, maybe like Fox or CBS. I mean, I think the Giants might need a backup quarterback, or they might need a starting quarterback for that matter. But they or they, uh, another team in Pennsylvania. Oh my God, Fitzpatrick! I, I mean, he would drive us crazy. Yeah. He would drive us crazy. I mean, we 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 prefer consistent. We'd rather have Mason Rudolph or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I I would rather have consistent bad play. Then like highs and lows, consistent good play, and then consistent bad play. I'd almost rather have just consistent averageness all the way through the season, which is what you would get from Mason Rudolph. Uh, but Frane, another great game. Gardner Minshew just firing jets out there. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three to eighteen. The Eagles go to six and seven. The Jets go to three and nine. But look at Gardner Minshew, twenty of twenty-five for two forty-two and two count them. Two touchdowns. I think they scored on six or seven consecutive drives in this game. On the other side of the ball, Zach Wilson, not what everybody had hoped he would be already talking about looking for another another home next year or the year after. Zach Wilson already complaining about the New York Jets and Woody Johnson. But oh, 23 of 38 for 226. Yeah, Complain exactly. about the Jets. <laughs> 226, two touchdowns, count them, and one pick. But Friday, what say about your Eagles? It was a good win. It was a good win. Gardner Minshew, I think it was the uh, NFC Player of the Week I mean, he, this he, week. He I drove mean, him down the field on every drive. Yeah, it was very accurate. For, I think it was uh, 11 for 11 
or uh, was it 12 for 12 before he threw his first um, incompletion? And I'm sure it was probably Ragor that dropped it. Um, Is he the next Nick Foles in Philadelphia? Uh, no, nah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm not sure if they're going to start him. I would start him. I would just roll with him right now. You know, if if Hertz is not Jalen Hurts would be hurt. If Hurts is yeah, <laughs> no, but if if he still is not 100, percent then why even try to you know throw him into the game? I mean, I like what you'll Gardner, have to watch a couple of the games when Gardner Mitchell didn't play well to, yeah, to answer that I, I know, <laughs> answer I that question. But uh, you know, I mean, I'm going into the bye. I'm sure they'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. But he played really well in this game. He was very accurate, very efficient the entire game. 242 yards, 20 for 25, two touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions. I mean, that is impressive. And he you, hasn't played football in forever. Yeah, and you ran the ball again. Mm-hmm. Miles mm-hmm. Sanders with 120 yards on 24 carries. Kenneth Gainwell with 54 yards on 12 carries. I'm, I, I don't know if Boston Scott was injured or if they just didn't use him in this I game. I think he was injured. But uh, look but at Dallas, Dallas Goddard, Goddard is, is turned into a, just a stud of a tight end mm-hmm. with Zach Ertz moving on to Arizona. Six catches for 105 yards and two huge touchdowns in this game. But Friday, you got to feel good about where the Eagles are at, even with Hurts being out. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't feel good at being six and seven. I'd rather be. Well, them but where be... they're where they're going, they're they're trending. Yeah. Well, as the I kids mean, say. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, I don't. I don't ever. I'm never overly high on the Eagles. You know how I am. You're not I'm, high on the Eagles always... going into the Super Bowl. You know. <laughs> I know when it's like when it's uh, you know 31 to seven against Minnesota. In the NFC Championship game, I'm like, I'm not sure if we have this one. I'm not sure if this is in the bag. It's like fourth quarter, like, you know, six minutes left. I'm like, I don't know. They still have a chance to come back. But, you know, that's how I am with the Eagles. I'm always a little pessimistic. They're my team. I'll always ride with them. But still, I don't like being six and seven right now. They should be at least seven and six. They should. I mean, Steelers should have lost that game to the Giants. Steelers should have beat Minnesota. Uh, but you have to, I mean, but, but you know, if Washington stumbles, if the Vikings stumble, you, know, no, you you really are right there because the NFC is so yeah I mean wide it's open very tough uh, division games to finish up the season. Are then there got, any tough division games yeah, in the NFC yeah, East? We got Washington, and <laughs> then we got the Giants, <laughs> yeah. and we got Washington, and we got the Cowboys. You know to finish up the sh- uh, the season, so it's it's you know it's a tough one you know from here on out. So see what happens. I have a good feeling. I have a good feeling that this year Gardner Minshew could do what Nick Foles did in two thousand. And 19, 17. 2017. 17. Well, 2018 was a Super Bowl, but damn, uh, that was a long time ago. I thought it was. It feels like two years ago. Uh, well, it was three years ago. So it's not that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably still, be four years. It'll be four years ago. It'll be four years ago, and by the time this next Super Bowl rolls around, feels closer in time. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, <laughs> you not, don't have any. <laughs> you can't say anything positive. I can't, even I, if it doesn't come <laughs> to pass. Like, you know, you're not going to be struck down by lightning if you have a positive attitude about your team. At least going forward. Maybe not looking back, but going forward. Uh, next up, Ronnie, the Cardinals, potentially the best team in the, the NFL. 33 to the Chicago Bears, 22. The Cardinals go to 10-2 and two for the best record in football. The Chicago Bears fall, and Matt Nagy is probably out in Chicago. The Bears Finally. at 4-8. and eight. Kyler Murray, 11 for 15. Yeah, didn't have to do much. Didn't no. have to do much. 123 yards and two, count them, two touchdowns. James Conner. Conspicuously absent from the end zone in this game, mm-hmm. he had, I think he had scored Still a touchdown game. in every game. But in the air, he had played. He scored in the air. Oh, t- well, there you go. There he is. was in the end zone. Yeah, he was. I think he scored a touchdown in every game this season. Uh, he had seventy-five yards on the ground along with. It'd be Ka- nice to have him in. Uh, in it would be nice land. to have him in Pittsburgh. <laughs> They're like, well, he wasn't going to be the starter, so you have to move on. I'm like, yeah. Is that the rule? Yeah. That's, <laughs> I know, that's seriously. The, is that like that's what Steeler fans? Are. Well, you know, he was going like, to be. He was going to be the having bat- him and Najee Harris right yeah. now wouldn't help the Steelers at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, draft a draft the first round running back when you have no offensive line. That's uh, that's always that's a good strategy yeah, for every team. That's it. I mean, that's, that's always it's always a good strategy. Yeah. Uh, There's actually a stat where. 
Um, Najee Harris has the fewest yards before a contact. That, I mean, that's how bad the offensive yeah. line is. I mean, he has like 1.7 yards before he's at least hit by a defender. And, I mean, he does a good job creating space and, and you know, juking guys. But, I mean, that's still a pretty sad stat. I'm going to put myself out there right here, Thursday Goal fans. I'm going to put myself out there. This could cost me a lot of money. <laughs> I will. Which, do you like the Glenn Levitt 18 better or the 21 better? I'll take the 18. I mean, just to save you some money. I will get. I will buy you a bottle of Glenn Levitt 18 if you can tell me who has the longest run from scrimmage for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2021. Um, Benny Snell. <laughs> nope. How many? How many? How many? Uh, how many? It's twenty-six you? yards. Oh, twenty-six yards. That's it. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, would you ask which running back or just which? The, which? Which Steeler player? Oh, which Steeler player was it? Was it Claypool? Nope. Juju Smith. Nope. Oh, uh, Deontay Johnson. Nope. Was it a running back or was it like? Nope. A re- oh, it wasn't a running. Okay. What, well, it's too late now. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm already. But done who now. do you think it is? Who's the least likely person on the team? To, Boswell? To, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Did Boswell go on a long run? But this, literally, like, the la- the last person I would I would have guessed. It's probably just about the last person I would have guessed. I would have guessed Roethlisberger before I guessed this guy. I mean, Boswell did run 25 yards laterally and get yeah, blasted. And get blasted. Yeah. Mason Rudolph has the longest oh, run from scrimmage man. in the game that Roethlisberger was out. 26 yards. Najee Harris, I think his longest run of the of the season has been 24 yards. So Mason Rudolph has the longest run. For, that tells you how the Steelers' running game is going this year. Uh, but what do you think about Kyler Murray and the Cardinals? Can anybody beat this team? Uh, I mean, they're good. I mean, they're just a solid, deep team. I mean, even without Kyler Murray, Murray they were winning games. Um, with but Colt McCoy. This, not with, I know, not with, I know, not with exactly. a decent with, backup yeah, with Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Um, I mean, they're, they're just a solid team. I mean, you know, they're, they're well-built. I mean, you know, Zach Ertz was talking about that too, how well-built this team is. I mean, compared to where he just was, um, Oh, stop. See, there I mean, you go. No, I mean, I'm saying that's what he actually, he mentioned that. I mean, is that, that what he said? He's something where like that. I, yeah. He said something the Eagles like that. suck. Wherever and... I was those last, whatever, six or seven seasons. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sure that's, that's what he said. He's yeah, that's what he said. I don't believe. No, he you. didn't say that, but he said something along those lines. All oh, right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 He yeah. said, but the, my old, where I spent seven years, I hate that team. They suck. <laughs> I only won one Super Bowl there. It's not, I don't know yeah. why Howie Roseman has a job, but over here, this team <laughs> over here, they're they well built. Yeah, they are. They are well built team. You know? But do you think anybody can beat? Do you think they are the favorite right now to um, get to get to and win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm going to see tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I want to see what tomorrow what the Rams can do because the Rams are sort of you know they're hit and miss. You know, I want to see if the Rams can actually hold. You know, uh, you know, keep it close. You know, with the Cardinals. I mean, if the Rams are able to do it, then you know, obviously, other teams in the NFC that are better are going to be able to possibly beat this team but you know Kyler Murray if he's playing at 100% I know he's probably still a little bit injured um but if if, if he's fully healthy you know um, he's I mean he's become uh you know very I mean like 11 for 15 he's come he's become more accurate but just difficult to catch him when he's on the run and you know that's gonna be a lot difficult for teams in the playoffs to try to stop this guy on the ground yes yeah, so thank and you and then you got James Conner yeah exactly and thank you Cliff Kingsbury you're gonna buy me a beautiful bottle of Ardbeg, maybe the Corey Vrecken or the Black, if I could find it. Yeah, because, that one's tough to find. Because I put my biggest bet down again. I doubled down after betting the over on the team wins for Arizona last year. I bet the over again mm-hmm. this year, and they are obviously going to hit yeah. it. Uh, so thank you, Cliff Kingsbury. Next year, I don't think I will be betting the over on you next year because it'll probably be something like 12 or 13 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about the Chicago Bears? They suck. 
They suck. I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, Nagy has to go. I'm not sure but why Andy he's Dalton, still there. Andy Dalton, 26 yeah. of 41 for 229, two touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah. Come on now. That's a good game. <laughs> that For him, yeah. But, you know, I, Matt Nagy needs to go. Yeah, and I know. think he will. I mean, his, his, I mean, the defense, you know, he's been there for how, what, five years now. I, can't, I don't know how long Matt Nagy has been there. Too long, actually. But, I mean, the defense has always played well, but their their offense has been atrocious. Atrocious. I mean, it's, and it's they've been got really some bad. And they've got some weapons. I mean, you know, they don't have a lot of weapons. I mean, they didn't do a good job, you know, drafting guys. Um, but still, though. Their best you know, receivers you, hurt. They're, I mean, their offense has always struggled under Nagy. But, I mean, it, this is the revenge of the Green Bay quarterback. Brett Favre goes to Minnesota. Now Aaron Rodgers is going to end up in Chicago. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, don't I don't be, think anybody uh, wants to go to Chicago anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, Brett, well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers wants to go wherever they will love him. Uh, next <laughs> they up, love him everywhere. Coming off, coming off a blowout of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Bengals fall to the Chargers. The Chargers 41, the Bengals 22. Chargers go to 7 and 5. Bengals go to 7 and 5. Justin Herbert getting back on track 26 of 35 for 317, putting on a clinic in this game, 3 TDs, one pick in the game. Austin Eckler 14 carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Guyton with a touchdown in the game through the air and Keenan Allen with two big touchdowns, but poor Joe Burrow. 24 of 40 for yeah. 300. Poor guy throwing for 300 yards. One touchdown, count it, and subtract two huge interceptions in this game. Joe Mixon, 54 yards and a touchdown. Joe Burrow with a touchdown on the ground. T. Higgins with a big day, 138 yards on nine catches and a touchdown. But Franny, mm-hmm. are the Chargers writing the ship a little bit? They, I just don't know. He I put mean, out a clinic in this game. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, because uh, you know, one week they'll light it up, the next week they'll stink it up. I mean, it's like you don't know what to expect from the Chargers. Um, I mean, obviously they have a good team. You know, Herbert, very solid. You know, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, but I mean, they almost let this one slip away. I mean, it was twenty-four to nothing, and uh, the Bengals came right back. And if not, who knows what would have happened if not for that? Uh, was it a fumble six? You know, where they ran yep. it back and 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 you know, uh, you know, took a. I think it was like maybe a two possession. I mean, it was maybe a nine point lead at that point. I can't remember exactly what it was, but the the Bengals before that, before that turnover, were making a comeback. And and you know, to be up twenty four nothing to allow a team back into it, yeah, you shouldn't do that. It's a very Steeler. Yeah. Well, Steelers are the opposite. Actually, they are down twenty nine points, oddly enough, and then they end up somehow getting back into it. But I, I mean, I still like the way the Bengals are playing. I actually think the Bengals are the favorite to win the AFC North this year. I think the 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 the, the Browns are, are not playing particularly well. The the Ravens, you know, losing to a piss sorry Steeler team the way that they did. I actually think the Bengals are going to end up winning this division. Are only one game behind mm-hmm. the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens are not that good. I mean, like I don't know how they win these games. There's a couple of close. There's games a couple that close games that they should have lost. lost. Yeah. Uh, but they managed to win, especially get that Colts game. Every, I mean, the Colts game where that the, I mean, the Colts were ahead in that game, and they drive down the field. They make you know the crazy comeback, and it was I think it was rain and everything. But um, or no, that was the that was the San Francisco Colts game. But you know that game they should have definitely lost. And there was another one you know earlier on in the season that they also probably should have lost. So you know eventually they're going to run into a team where they don't beat. You know where they they're sort of making a comeback, and they just you know can't get the victory. So yeah. I think that's going to happen again, but the Bengals, yeah, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's your division. I'm giving it to the Bengals. I'm giving yeah. it, right now I'm giving the division to the Bengals. The Ravens, I mean, they do have a lot of injuries on that squad, and they didn't have a spectacular roster to begin with, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Harbaugh's never been big on a lot of offensive weapons. He's, you know, obviously a run-heavy team. Lamar Jackson, sorry ESPN, sorry FS1, sorry everyone out there. You're not allowed to say anything bad about Lamar Jackson. Apparently, 
Uh, otherwise, you get smacked down on first take if you say anything bad. It was it was not Mark Andrews uh, who couldn't catch the ball. It was Lamar Jackson who threw a perfect ball that Mark Andrews somehow dropped. Uh, that was the even though Tony Romo <laughs> essentially described how that play went down in that game. Uh, I, I actually, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson with that offensive line with the injuries they've got. With the injury at the receiver position, they only've got they've got Hollywood Brown and not much else other than Mark Andrews. He he just hasn't, you know. I think he's, you know, you know, he's thrown a ton of interceptions these last four or five games. Not particularly accurate with the ball. Uh, the Steelers did the right thing uh, during the game that, that the Steelers played. They were they were all over him, rushing six or seven guys on every play. They kept him bottled up. They sacked him seven times. And won that game. I actually, I just, I think the Bengals are the best team in a division top to bottom right now. And I think they're going to end up winning it. Mm -hmm. Next up. Rams. At home against the Jaguars. Jags seven, Rams 37. Rams go to eight and four. They write the ship against the sorry Jacksonville team. Jacksonville falls to two and 10. Trevor Lawrence doing the commercial somehow, some way. I don't know how. He got signed to a commercial, 16 of 28 for 145, zero TDs, zero interceptions. Carlos Hyde with a touchdown in the game, but for the Rams, your Matthew Stafford, 26 of 38 for 295 and three, count them, three touchdowns in the game. Sony Michelle with a touchdown. Cooper Cup with a touchdown. Van Jefferson with a touchdown. Odell Beckham with a touchdown in garbage time. But Friday, what say you about the Rams? They are an enigma. Uh, well, you just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, they got to, I mean, wins. in this game, you expect it. I mean, in this game, you expect them to win. That, that, yeah, but, they, but they had been playing pretty Stafford. But it's the Jags. It, it's the Jags, but they have two yeah, wins. I, I want to see they what have happens. two wins. I want to see what happens tomorrow against the Cardinals. I want to see when they, you know, when they come up against another, because they have, they've played, uh, you know, last two games before the Jags, they played some half decent opponents, but I want to see how they play, you know, against a better, like one of the, well, the top dog in the NFC right now. I want to see right. how they perform. All right. I'm, but the Jags suck. I mean, this game, there was not much to say about no, this one. No, I mean, other than Odell Beckham got a touchdown, but it was in garbage time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Friday. A game that is near and dear to your heart. The Washington football team, 17. The Vegas Raiders, 15. Washington, 6-6. Six and six. Raiders, 6-6. Six and six. As you said, Taylor Heineken, 23 of 30 for 196. And to count them, two touchdowns and a pick in the game. Logan Thomas with a touchdown. Antonio Gibson with a touchdown. Everybody gets a touchdown. Gibson with 88 yards on the ground, but Derek Carr can't get out of his own own way. 28 to 38 for 249 and no touchdowns. Josh Jacobs with 52 yards and a TD. Derek Carr taking check down five yard passes for first downs <laughs> when they needed to drive yeah. down the field to score a touchdown. I don't understand what is in this man's head, but Franny, this gave Washington a win that they didn't. They, the Ra- the Raiders had this game at the also, end. A, a they should have won this game at the very end. Very important game for both teams, actually. I mean, in, in terms of of. Uh, the playoffs. I mean, the Washington Redskins or the Washington Football Team are in the playoffs right now. I think they're the number six seed, whereas the Raiders are on the outside looking in right now. And so this is a huge game for them. They lost it at home, and I was We're ahead really of them we've rooting. Got six, we've got six and a half wins, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really rooting for the Raiders in this one because and, and this is a very important game, game. Because if 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 Washington loses this team, this game, then you know the Eagles are pretty much in the playoffs right now. So yeah, and they should have won this game. The Raiders should have won this game. They had a great opportunity at the end of this game. I, I mean, I know Washington—they're playing pretty well on defense, but but, but the Raiders were set up nicely at the end of this they game. They were, they were to drive down the field, get three points, end the game at the buzzer, and walk away. And instead, they give Ron Rivera and Jack 
Del Rio, who was fired by the Raiders, a win. Oh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Ravens, let's start with some good news. Steelers 20, Ravens 19. <laughs> the Steelers get a win before they get a loss. Lamar Jackson, 23 of 37 for 253, one touchdown, one pick, and a pick in this game. Uh, Ravens at 8-4. and four. Steelers at this point were 6-5-1. and one. But Ben Roethlisberger, I'm telling you, 39 years young. 21 of 31 for 236 and two count them. Two touchdowns. Najee Harris, 21 carries for 71 yards. Benny Snell Jr. with two big carries in the fourth quarter for 13 yards. Deontay Johnson with two touchdowns in this game. And on the other side of the ball, the only TDs were Devontae Freeman off the scrap heap and Sammy Watkins also off the scrap heap, which is essentially the Ravens' whole roster. I was really happy at this outcome, obviously, the Baltimore Ravens drove down. They had an opportunity at the end of this game. They go for two to try to win the game. I know. Uh, Harbaugh said it was because, you know, he didn't have much faith in his secondary. If they went to overtime, he thought the Steelers would be able to drive down and get a, you know, at least get a field goal and make the game complicated in overtime. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson did have pressure by TJ Watt, throws a ball that wasn't perfect to, to Mark Andrews. Andrews isn't able to get his hands on it at the two point, two point conversion. It falls to the ground. Onside kick, Steelers get the kick, game over. But Friday would say you the steel. This was this was. I was so happy before the next game. Yeah, <laughs> I know the high before the low, Ben. But this was a big one. Division, no, I mean, this division game, game, and they ran the ball down the stretch in the fourth quarter and eight clock mm-hmm. and scored a touchdown. That was a beautiful thing to see. No, it was it was it was a huge win uh, for the Steelers and a stupid decision at the end of the game for the Ravens. I mean, just kick it. You know, get get the extra point. Go into Is their kicker any good? And see, I mean, you could. I mean, from that distance, I mean, you just put anybody in there. I mean, seriously, come on. I mean, it's thirty-five yards. What? Who cares? Yeah. I, I, I mean, do you think it was a bad decision going for two? Yeah. Yeah. It was. A, it was a terrible decision, actually. And and actually, uh, but, the, it but was he was a bad wide, throw. Andrew was wide open. He was wide open. He actually was wide open. But you know, Lamar Jackson did throw a terrible ball. I mean, there was some pressure in his face just a little bit, and he kind of tried to start, sidearm it. You know, Chris Collinsworth didn't get a jizz all over that sidearm. Yeah, but, it's uh, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Lamar Jack, you can't say it. You can talk all the shit you want about Aaron yeah, Rodgers. He can, he, can throw, he can throw four interceptions, you but know, man, that sidearm. Wilson, yeah, I mean, you can't say anything about Aaron. I mean, Lamar Jackson is literally, he's like yeah. the Wayne Gretzky of the NFL. Mahomes has never thrown a sidearm. Yeah, nobody. And not, no shortstop's yeah. ever done it. Yeah, uh, yeah but if you, could, you can't badmouth uh, Lamar Jackson or it, it, it gets ugly. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> he had pressure, but, you know, I've still, seen Aaron, still should have been. Lots yeah, of guys it, make that throw. Tom Brady makes that throw. Should have been a completion, but still at the same time, I mean, just kick the field goal, go into overtime. I'm going to kick the extra point, go into overtime, and, you know, see what happens. But, um, you know, I. It, it was a great win for uh, you know for the Steelers. It was a fun fourth quarter to watch. I mean, at least you know for neutral spectators. I mean, you know, I'm sure your your heart was beating very fast oh, yeah. in this one, Ben. I mean, I, it was a bad decision to go for two, but also caused a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. that they were in fact going for two. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it might be John Harbaugh's decision making <clears throat> that gives the Steelers any hope of a potential playoff berth down the stretch, but it's it's still very very unlikely. Uh, next game up. Next game game up. The Seahawks still alive at 4-8. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks 30, Niners 23. Very similar. Came down to a you know, goal line stand and the, for the and Seahawks. And the Seahawks held. They did. They held on, and they won. Finally. Yeah. It's I mean, been a long time. And, and, and beating their rival. I mean, this is, you know, Aaron Rodgers says he owns the Bears. You know, Pete Carroll definitely owns the Niners. The record against the Niners is insane. It's like they're like 850 against the, against the Niners in his tenure there. 
Uh, Seahawks at four and eight are not technically not dead yet. No, no. Uh, Niners right <laughs> in it at six and six, but Jimmy G two interceptions on two hundred ninety nine yards and two count them two touchdowns. Russell Wilson back with the moon balls thirty of thirty seven for two thirty one two count them two touchdowns. And one interception. Travis Homer with a touchdown. Adrian Peterson with a touchdown. Tyler Lockett with 68 yards in a TD. And Dwayne Eskridge with a beautiful catch in the end zone for a touchdown. Three three catches on 35 yards. But Friday, do you think the Seahawks righted the ship a little bit? Oh, yeah, I mean, no, Wilson I looked okay. <clears throat> he said this week he wants to be a Seahawk for 20 years. That's quite an about face mm-hmm. after the end of last season. Yep. And now the team's worse, and somehow he wanted to leave them, but the team's worse, and he wants to stay now. Well, we'll see what happens in the offseason. Yeah, unless they yeah. told him that Pete Carroll's out <laughs> at the end of the season. I mean, I wouldn't get rid of Pete Carroll. I mean, but um, it, was, it was a good win for uh, for the Seahawks, but have they righted the ship? I don't think so. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they've, they've been pretty bad the entire season. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is a division rival. You know, they, uh, you know, obviously they came to play in this one, but they, they failed to show up in a lot of other games. Yeah. Eight other games they failed to show up. And uh, you know I don't I don't I don't eh, I mean they're they're still kind of in the hunt but you know I think they got to go five for five to make yeah, have any much, chance yeah and and they would have to you know have other teams lose so I mean their chances of making the playoffs are not very high right now yeah I mean it's unfortunately almost... for Sonia who's not on the podcast tonight but uh, you know this is uh, Ben's wife's favorite team yeah she is a diehard Seahawks not fan. this year <laughs> I mean this year she's well, she a, is but it, uh, it's almost like a weight has been lifted like she feels like she doesn't have to pay much attention. Although these are the seasons where you want to, you know, see what you might have for next year, and it looks like it could get ugly in Seattle at the end of this year. But Franny, mm-hmm. the Chiefs, twenty-two. The Denver Broncos, nine. The Broncos had been playing pretty well. The Chiefs go to eight and four. Broncos fall to six and six. Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater, twenty-two of forty for two fifty-seven and one. Count it. One touchdown. And Spagnolo's defense playing <clears throat> well. Two interceptions in this game. Patrick Mahomes, the second, 15 of 29 for 184 yards, no TDs, and an interception in this game, but somehow they still get the win. He ran for a touchdown, uh, and the defense played really, really well, put up points on the defense as well, and a ton of field goals in this game. Franek, what say you? This is probably one of the most boring games. A lot of field goals. That I've watched the entire season. And I don't know, I mean, you know, I understand why they flex the Seahawks out. But that Seahawks Niners game would have been way more fun to watch. Yeah, fourth and goal. Than this game, fourth and goal to win the game, and they. It was know, so boring. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was like I I was like zoning in and out of this game because yeah. it was just so boring. Um, but uh, you know, the Broncos are they're still sort of you know in the hunt, and the Chiefs. Uh, we let him. You, you, like let him you let him stay in there. You know, they were three and four. Now they're you know eight and four. Yeah. So um, you know, for the AFC. And the, there was at least a couple losses in there that should have been losses. Mm-hmm. Other teams let the Chiefs hang around, and here they are. But they're still not playing great, but the defense is playing lights out right now. Uh, the Denver Broncos yeah. have been playing pretty well, but they, they shut him down. They He's figured something out. You know, typically, Spagnuolo's defenses get better as the year goes on. Yeah, and I just love the fact that he brings he brings pressure what's on that? third or fourth down. Is like that, he, he what, brings pressure? pressure? What is this you know, pressure It's, it's like other, other defensive coordinators will just sit back and try to defend the pass, but I mean, Play he doesn't cover care. Two. He just blitz. He just brings. He just brings everybody, and I, I like that. I mean, That's especially against do. a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who's not used to that kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Chiefs still there, hanging around. The oh Chiefs, my. They're not hanging around. God. the Chiefs are one of the best teams in the AFC. Right well, now. they're they're but they're they are they they have one of the best records in the league. I wouldn't say they're one of the best teams in the league. I would say so. Uh, 
That defense is really picked up. Yeah, can they keep that up all year though? Talk about defense. Friday, talk not about very good. Not very talk good about defense. lack of defense. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings thirty-six, the Pittsburgh Steelers twenty-eight, and the game was not this close. Uh, Vikings go to six and seven. Steelers go to six, six and one. Ben Roethlisberger, the best quarterback in the league, huh. twenty-eight of forty for three hundred and eight yards and three. Count them. Three touchdowns and a pick in this game. Najee Harris with 94 yards and a TD. James Washington with a TD. Najee Harris with a TD through the air. And Pat Fryermos with a touchdown. Everybody gets a touchdown in the fourth quarter of this game. Kirk motherfucking Cousins does what he does best. Let's the <laughs> other team back in it. Thank you, Kirk Cousins. 14 of 31 for 216. Two count them. Two touchdowns, two picks. Dalvin Cook with a hurt shoulder. So, yeah, hurt shoulder, my ass. 27 carries for two. That's not a typo. 205 yards. Yep, yep. That's pretty embarrassing. And two touchdowns. K.J. Osborne with a touchdown. Justin Jefferson with a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, this game, Frane, I mean, it it was ugly, 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 ugly. It was whatever it was, 29 to nothing Mm -hmm. uh, at uh, in the third quarter. Or, yeah, 29 to nothing at some point in the third quarter. Steelers come back, score seven points in the third, 21 in the fourth, uh, fourth on the arm of Ben Roethlisberger, who never says die will not give up he fought to the end they had an opportunity for a touchdown and a two-point conversion at the end of the game throws a beautiful laser to pat fryermuth right on the money but unfortunately in a double coverage and the defender knocks it out of his hands mm-hmm. he, he really didn't have much opportunity to catch it it was in his hands but he really got blindside hit on that play front a what say you about the steelers defense I mean, getting they got gashed like yeah they, all they, 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 Game well, uh, early on for in the three game. quarters they got early gashed. on in that game. I mean, there was the holes were wide open for Dalvin Cook to run through. Um, That's Mike Tomlin's defense. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, the Steelers were missing some starters on defense, but still, though, I mean, there was there was they just, nobody they were missing T.J. Watt and Joe. There was Hayden. nobody in those gaps. I mean, I mean, it was wide open, and Dalvin Cook took full advantage of that. I mean, and, he, I mean it, it was embarrassing. Two hundred five yards every time he touched the ball it was like thirteen yard gain, fifteen yard gain, ten yard gain. It was, it was, it was so easy for him. And I almost turned the game off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean so did I. I almost turned. I was like, man, they're gonna get fucking murdered in this one. I was afraid it was gonna be another forty-one to three yeah. debacle. Yeah, or forty-one to ten. I mean, we did score that. I late. mean, whether you lose by you know eight or nine, or you know you lose by you know. 37, whatever it is. But that's uh, two ep- loss. But that's two blowouts in three yeah. weeks. I mean, this wasn't a blowout because we came on. back. We came back and we're, we had an opportunity. We drove down the field. We had an opportunity to get that touchdown and tie the game. We still would have got, yeah. obviously, had to hit the two, two point conversion after the touchdown. 29 nothing. But 29. I mean, right, though. I mean, and I, it was just a random number. I was like, well, what is 27, 30? I'll just say 29. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you texted me um, during this game. You're like, the Eagles, I mean, the, the Steelers defense won't start playing. Until they're down by 29, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I mean, after the 29, they allowed one touchdown, but, uh, I mean, that one touchdown was little huge. Late, little late, yeah. That one touchdown at the end of the game was huge. I forgot who it was uh, that caught it, that deep ball um, from Kirk Cousins. Was, I'm not sure if it was Justin Jefferson. I think it was Jefferson, <clears throat> On yeah. that one, but... Uh, and he was wide open yeah, in a busted coverage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that was you know pretty much the end of the game after the Steelers made a crazy comeback, and they still had a chance to win it, but... You know, you can't you can't put yourself in that deep of a hole and you know expect to come back. Well, they, they earlier this year they came back in one game. If I forget yeah. which one it was, yeah, but you can't do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, and I'll talk about it in my bust. I mean, obviously <laughs> Chase Claypool was the was the goat or not? Well, the the old version of what the goat means. I don't even know what my flame of he was. Is. He was pretty bad mm-hmm. uh, in this game. Probably cost us at least one extra play, but we still would have had to get the um, 
get the uh, two-point conversion, but he had a 15-yard taunting penalty in the first half. Then he didn't block on any plays during the entire game, got Ben Roethlisberger's head almost taken off by missing a block on a linebacker. You know, I don't know what to say about this defense. You know, there are some injuries this game. Obviously, T.J. Watt is more important to this team than probably any defensive player for any team in the league. He played last week, and we were able to get to Lamar Jackson seven times in that game. We didn't sack Kirk Cousins a single time in this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the defense has given up all those points. You know, this is Mike Tomlin's defense. He calls most of the plays on defense. This is his baby. This is a problem. Mm -hmm. This defense is a huge problem. And Ben Roethlisberger... You could you could talk about the Steelers all day, all week. There's one person on this team that's not a problem. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Pat Fryermuth. That's Joe Hayden. That's probably everybody else on this team is expendable. Mm-hmm. But anyone that thought that the problem with this team was Ben Roethlisberger after seeing this performance and the performance against the Chargers, I, I just think they're mistaken. He could sling it with the best of them still at 39 years old. Mm-hmm. So there's another year left in the tank. I hope so. I don't think he wants to play with this team for another year. Uh, sad, I just don't. I don't sad, think so. Right? Yeah, I mean, they the asked him about. They asked him about Claypool after ben the game. What's that? The departure of Ben Roethlisberger. <sighs> yeah, I mean, they asked. They asked him about I think Claypool. Might cry a little bit. I, I, I probably shed a tear. I mean, that's. I think I said that last week when uh, after you, you know, when you got home and, and I sent a gif of Roethlisberger and I was like, my, I think my my text back it's a, a gif. <laughs> I texted back was you know the Steelers fans with all their complaining are not gonna. I don't don't think they understand how much they're going to miss him. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's Mason Rudolph out there or Kirk fucking Cousins out there or Case Keenum or whoever the hell they bring in or Dwayne Askins <clears throat> or some, you know, draft pick, first-year draft pick. I mean, he is not the problem in Pittsburgh. I mean, he's the only person on that team other than maybe Cam Hayward, Trey Turner on the offensive line, uh, and a couple other guys that didn't really give up in this game. And and it was it was an ugly Ugly performance yeah. by by an important an important game for both teams actually. But. Yeah, and a game you should win. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, it's a game you should win, right? You should beat the Vikings, even in Minnesota. The Lions beat them. Yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> but I mean, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers with with Ben Roethlisberger and allegedly one of the top ranked defenses in the league, even with the injuries, mm-hmm. you should still be able to beat them. We lost. We lost. Uh, T.J. Watt in this game, it's obviously it's it's not a serious injury, yeah, groin no. injury, but he's starting to, to go down that sort of J.J. Watt road <laughs> in in the year that he finally signed his contract. He was hurt earlier in the season, and he had COVID. Now he's hurt I think again. He still has most sacks, though. Even, even when he's not playing, he still has the most sacks. He has the most. Yeah, he has the yeah, probably sacks per game. It's probably a record at this point in the mm-hmm. season. And and I love the guy. Don't get me wrong, but if these injuries keep yeah, happening, yeah. you know, maybe we have another Watt, a T.J. A, a JJ, TJ situation where we have this guy playing four or five games a year for the remainder of his contract. I hope that's not the case. All right, Franny, that's it for all for the week 13. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that's right. I think it's worked. I, I think 13. it's about right. That sounds about right. It's I'm funny how sure. just moving the schedule by yeah, one, one game, you're wondering every week if you have the number there's right. Four, there's four games left. So, yeah, we're going to talk about 14, week 14 next. Yeah, it's 13 plus four. I think it's about 17, right? And 17. Well, I guess my math is, is correct. Yeah, because there's 18, because you guys got to buy, and then you got to play, because you got a buy, and then four straight games. Uh-huh. I th- yeah, so that's, think. that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We got it right. We got right. it. We got it. We, well, we got it wrong one week. So, yeah, but, you we know. got it wrong one week. But Whatever. either way, we talked about the correct games. Exactly. That's all that matters. And it's hard to. Steeler fans are gonna that 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 Vikings loss is gonna stick with us for for some time, quite some time. But that that should be up there on Ben Roethlisberger's 
you know, greatest games, even though it's a loss. Mm-hmm. That should be up there, I'm, I'm, you know, for one of his greatest games. He put up with a lot of bullshit on the offense, Chase Claypool doing stupid shit, Deontay Johnson dropping a ball in the end zone, and we're still able to be one, pa- one pass and a two-point conversion away from winning that mm-hmm. game or tying that game. All right, friend, that's it for week 13. What's next up on the big board? Next up, man, we have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, thank you all for listening to us. It's now 44 degrees Ooh. in the outdoor studio. I feel it. We bring this podcast to you every week outside in the elements, as the elements may be in Los Angeles. Uh, but it's 44 degrees in L.A. right now. I can see my breath. And we can see our breath out here. And we do this for you because this is where football should be played. Since that podcast should be recorded, Ben. Exactly. So thank you all so much. We appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you so much for listening to us every single week. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com, and subscribe. You can search for us on the web, search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web, and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please, just a favor here in the holiday season. You know, you've got Santa and Frosty and everything else. It, you know, there's just a, a, a there's a chill in the air. There's a, a a happiness in your spirit. With that spirit, just tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger. Just one person that you know, or even someone that you don't know, just tell them about Thurston Gold Podcast. We truly appreciate it. Uh, you can check, get us on every podcatcher in the universe, as well as Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music. Funny. What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have our NFL Week 14 picks and your betting lines, Ben. Oh, thank God. That was the only highlight of last week was at least I hit on everything except for the parlay last week. So that was a good week. But everything else... You know, actually, uh, no, I had a high from the Baltimore game yeah. for three days. That felt good. I did have three. You know, it's like you beating the Cowboys and then losing to, I don't even The Vikings. Know, the, the Bears. <laughs> losing to the Vikings. <laughs> losing to the Vikings. Uh, all right. We'll be right back with our week 14 picks and betting lines. All right, and we are back with our NFL Week 14 picks and Ben's betting lines. Are you ready, Franny? I, I'm ready, Ben. Week I, I'm sitting 14. here. I'm ready. Week 14, your L.A. Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs minus 10, over under 47.5. That's pretty high. I mean, minus 10 for the Chiefs? It is the I mean, hapless div- Raiders. I would. I might. I'm gonna go with a plus three eighty on the money line for the Raiders. Oh, gee. Hey, how, I mean, that's the only juicy. How many bet. Raider games that's do you the only, How many Raider only, games do you have to watch? But that's the only juicy bet on the board right now. Well, juicy, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put like a bunch of money, but like ten bucks. You know, whatever. Fuck it. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm not with... gonna put anything. But like, if you're out there, <laughs> well, who's gonna win the game outright? Oh, Kansas City. But, <laughs> but as, as, in terms of betting, that's the only juicy bet. All right. You from the man who. Well, did you? Well, the, the the Raiders are playing very, very poorly. Hit miss. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but I'm going to take the Chiefs to win outright. Uh, but I'm also going to take minus ten over forty seven point five on a teaser on that game. Uh, next game, Saints at oh Friday, Saints at the Jets. The Saints only favored by five and a half over under forty three. The Jets within six, almost six points of the of the Saints. How the Saints have fallen. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna take the Jets to win this one outright. Oh I, I believe God. the Jets. I'm serious. Are you I, taking the Jags next? Uh, no, <laughs> but the Jets. I mean, I, the Saints have 
they really don't have a quarterback right now. I mean, obviously, Sean Payne is trying to, you know, take some milk to together. Start, I think then definitely Jets win. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. How bad is Zach Wilson? Worse yeah. than Taysom Hill. That's all. Yeah, you need I, to I know. think the Jets are going to win this one. I'm going to take them at plus two hundred four. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Saints. Uh, actually, no. If I was going to bet on anything in this game, it would be I'm going to take under forty three. Uh, next game. Ooh. The Niners at the Bengals. The Niners minus one and a half over under 49. You think the Saints or the Jets are going to win that game outright, though? Oh, the the Jets. Okay. Yeah. You actually believe the Jets will win the game? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Niners at Bengals. I'm going to choose the Bengals to win this one outright, and I'm, they're the underdog, actually. I'm going to choose them at plus 112. Yeah, I agree. I actually like the Bengals to win this game outright at plus one. I'm surprised that they're underdogs in this one. Yeah. I also like under 49 in this game. Uh, next up, Jags. Jags mm-hmm. at Tennessee Titans. Oh, Titans Jags. Jags minus nine point five <laughs> over no, forty three. No, the Titans definitely should win this one. Um, they should, but they're the Titans. Yeah, but you know it's the Jags though. Coming off a bye, that's true. But still, they're fired up. <laughs> Titans. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. No, Jags are never going to get any love from you. Titans. Yeah, I'll take. Uh, if I was going to take anything in this game, I would take over forty three because I think the the Titans are going to right the ship again. And put up a ton of points on the on the Jags, but the Jags will get they'll they'll figure out a way to score ten or thirteen points. Uh, Ravens at Browns, the only good game of the morning. Browns minus two and a half. Like I said, the Ravens are falling over <laughs> under forty two point five. Uh, I'm going to choose the Browns in this one. Really? Yeah, I'm going to choose the Browns to win this one. I, mean, right? I, I don't know. I, like the Ravens just don't look that good. I mean, they're, they're not that good. I mean, I mean, the They're Browns very well coached. Yeah, I mean, you know, a few weeks ago these two teams played, and and um, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago, right? Yep. And then the Browns uh, lost that one, but I expect them to turn things around at home and win. Yeah, I'll take the Browns minus two and a half. I, I think the Browns are going to win this game, but I wouldn't mind having a point or two uh, cushion on that. But yeah, I think the Browns are going to win. I think the Browns are going to win this game, but I think the Bengals are still going to win this division. Uh, next up, Atlanta Falcons at your Carolina. Panthers. Panthers minus two and a half over under 41.5. Oh. That's a fun game. Yeah. I, I, I Coming like down the end of the season, Falcons. you're like, you're I'm like, going to choose cares? the Falcons to win this one outright, and I'm going to take them at plus 124. Yeah. I mean, the Falcons are a tough team. I mean, they're going to have to figure out what to do with Matty Ice next year. Uh, I mean, Carolina Panthers still without a quarterback. I mean, this is this is, this is is an interesting set of teams for next season to see what they do. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'm take, put in a twelve-team parlay on this one. Uh, are you? Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Falcons plus one twenty-four. I think the Falcons are going to win this game outright. I'm going to put like two bucks and win like ten thousand. <laughs> there you go, and I won't see you next week. You'll be uh, <laughs> cruising around in your new car. Uh, no. Cow- oh, uh, Cowboys! I need a new uh, <laughs> heater, air conditioner. Ben. <laughs> Cowboys at Washington Football Team minus four and a half on the Cowboys. Over under forty eight. Look at it's that. The Cowboys one. still favored. I expect, I expect the Cowboys and they're to playing win. at Washington. I expect the Cowboys to win, but that plus one eighty on the Do Washington you? football team. I'll take the plus one eighty. Just if I'm betting, that's what I'm going to take. But I expect the Cowboys to win. Yeah, but no. Washington's playing well. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington plus one eighty. And and I think it's going to happen. I think the Washington football team is going to win this game. I think they're the new sheriffs in this division. It's unfortunate for the uh, for the Eagles, but I, yeah, I think Washington is playing right at the right time mm-hmm. until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. You know what? You know, we haven't taken a punishment shot, Ben. 
That's true. Yeah, so I want to say that's true. Fuck the Washington football team. That's probably the first time I've said Washington. Yeah, yeah it's Washington. always I'm the Cowboys. I'm actually rooting. At least for, I spread it around. I'm Bengals, rooting, Browns, yeah, I'm, Ravens. I'm rooting for Washington. I mean, for the Cowboys. I'm rooting for the Cowboys in this one. So fuck Washington. All right, I want let's them to do lose. it. Let's do it. Finally, we have a shot on the table. I know. I know. I was, I was trying to take it easy on you. You know, you're taking yeah, my your oral antibiotics surgeon will not be happy with me. Yeah. No. <laughs> Although he did prescribe me a whole bunch of narcotics, so I'm not sure how that's any different. Well, you need them. What's that? You need them. <laughs> you, you need them. Actually, I turned them down on Monday. And by Friday, after having the infection, I was like, no, whatever you were going to give me on Monday, <laughs> give me more. I'll take it now. Give me more. I didn't want to, I didn't feel like I needed it, but. A little bit of gin, Ben. A little bit of gin. Well, because I just hand that stuff out like candy now. Yeah, pretty much. It's sad. I'm but, like, I don't know. need that. I mean, it's just, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do with it? I leave in yeah, the house so. and wait for somebody to come in my house and steal it, and I gotta wonder who stole it. Fuck the Washington football team. All but right. yeah, we're taking the shot, Ben, because it is our punishment shot. We signed a contract in blood many years ago. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, then I take a shot. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC, the best division <laughs> in football, the AFC North. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. And. <laughs> <laughs> and if Sonia, who has not been on the podcast for quite some time, uh, if she ever joins us and says anything negative about the NFC West. Which is the division we thought was going to be the yeah. best. Yeah. Well, it's still a pretty damn good division. I mean, there's... You hapless know, Rams, hapless... Yeah, yeah. Hapless Seahawks. <laughs> the Niners are all right. Hapless, yeah. ra- hap- hapless Niners. <laughs> Cheers, Bert. Let's do it. Yeah, that division didn't pan yeah, out. Yeah, I know. But the NFC North is probably like the top division right now in terms of, uh, you know, records. Actually, yeah. the, the AFC uh, West is also not that bad either. Yeah, AFC yeah, West, yeah. yeah. I mean, even with the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. People there's actually a battle right the Patriots. there. Yeah, I know, man. The Patriots are also playing very well. They're going to the Super Bowl. Cheers. It they is could. possible. They could. Mac Jones. <sighs> How is that worse when it's colder? Oh, I think but it, we're drinking. I, I actually might have to get a heated, like a hot plate or something. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Keep, put that on just to keep it at room temperature. Because when it's warmer, you get more of the peach flavor out of it because it's the American-born peach whiskey. And for some reason, when it was American warmer. American-born. It was born in America. <laughs> what is <this>? America. <laughs> what the hell? Is it like Toby Keith on the bottle? <laughs> no, it's, it's, and it's funny because like right here on the bottle, it has the don't, don't tread on me. Like, Does it really? Yeah, I like that. See? Right there. It's like. All right. I guess it is, is American-born. It, like embossed or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yet it's five ninety nine. It's uh, it was it was maybe like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. They, made, it, made in America. They know their client American born. <laughs> this whiskey is American born with uh, product sourced from China. <laughs> we don't make it; we bear it. <laughs> yeah, no, we have three hundred and fifty independent members who are in- artificially inseminated with whiskey. No, I bought it. And I, I I got a free revolver. Yeah, it was like an old school, like a cult. It's like, it was like that. A, uh, is it, wasn't that a Simpsons episode where they like go like they run away down south somewhere and they buy like something at the, at yeah, the I think store so. yeah, yeah. and he hands them a gun? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need one, but yeah, they're like every six pack you get a gun. <laughs> but yeah, that's not to make fun of the South, but yeah, it's just no. it's just a it's a funny way of describing uh yeah. a, a, like a, a a liquor. It's like you know, I mean, it feels good. Ford, American born. <laughs> it feels actually good though. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's not even that good. I mean, I don't think yeah. you want to. Advertise it that way as American born yeah. because it's not really that good. No, established, Pittsburgh Steelers established 1933. <laughs> American born. <laughs> All right, next game. Two teams that are American born. Uh, oh, yeah. Did we, did we do this game? We didn't. Uh, Cowboys at Washington. Yeah, we did that. Uh, Cowboys Seattle. minus four and a half over under 48. Yeah, we did that one. Uh, so, I mean, I was going to take, the, uh, you know, well, I believe the Cowboys are going to win this game, but, you know, if I was to bet plus 180 on the Washington football oh, team. Oh, yeah, yeah. I take, I take Washington's going to win. Yeah. Seahawks at. 
a team that is still a team. That uh, Seahawks at the Texans, and that you know you're bad when the Seahawks, Seahawks are favored yeah, yeah. by nine. But the Seahawks, I expect the Seahawks to win this one. Not too many juicy bets here on the board. But I mean, the Seahawks at four and eight, they win this one. They're five and eight. Next week they play the Lions. Six man, and eight, man. They they could make a little bit. They of a could run. make it to eight and eight potentially at some point this season. They could. They could go nine and eight. Could they? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but. Uh, but they're definitely go six and eight. But in my mind, I mean, I think the six Steelers are going to beat the Chiefs, the Ravens, yeah, think, the Browns. You think they're going to win every week? They, <laughs> and they, the they, Titans. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I. That's why I should be a coach because I just put it in my rearview in the rearview mirror. Whatever yeah. just happened. Right, right now, right now, the Steelers should be twelve zero and one. Yeah, exactly. In, in your mind, because like, you expect that tie against the Lions. <laughs> just like everybody did. Yeah, it's a little fucking Lions. <laughs> yeah, we definitely shot ourselves in the foot this year. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at Texans. Seahawks minus nine. Uh, over under 40, 40. 5. I'll take the over. I think the Seahawks might be able to to rustle up uh, American born uh, 40 and a half points. American born 40 and a half points in this game with the Texans putting up 10, Seahawks putting up 30. I think I think the Seahawks can put up 30 in this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because they're desperate to just show that they can do something. They're not going to take their foot off the gas. Uh, Lions. Colts did the same thing. So, yeah. Seahawks, why not? Lions at Broncos. Can you believe the Broncos? It's minus eleven over under forty two. Why are the Broncos favored by eleven? They're playing, the, they're playing the Lions, but still eleven. Yeah, I is know. this Teddy Bridgewater and the, and the Denver Broncos? I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I think the Broncos are going to win this game, but you know, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, good. I wouldn't touch the betting line. Any any one of these things? Shit, I'm a, I'm a. I'll take, take the, I'll take the eight, Lions plus three ninety eight. I'll take. The, I'm gonna actually put that. I'm gonna take the Lions plus. Why I not? Mean, yeah, why not? Just put a small bet what in. Is the worst plus three ninety eight. What is the worst that could happen? Quadruple your money. Why not? There you go. I think the Lions you are on a lost $10. The Lions, the Lions are on a winning streak. <laughs> if you want to end money away, man. the Lions are on I'm a winning sta- streak. I'm right across there from you. Just throw ten dollars at me. <laughs> they're, they're streaking, man. I'll the start, Lions are streaking. I'll start stripping for you if you want. I mean, did you see th- the embrace of Jared Goff and Dan Campbell? I mean, yeah, it was the most awkward. It was like the guy with the goatee who's chopping wood in his backyard, and the guy with like reading glasses, like in his room. I can't remember where he went to college. Where did he go to college? I can't remember. Jared Goff. Uh, uh, did he go to Cal? I yeah, because at least he's like there under a pine tree, like reading Nietzsche and <laughs> and like philosophy. And Dan Campbell's like American born. Like he's like <laughs> mutter with his truck. What an odd couple those two are. Uh, next up. The New York <laughs> Giants at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers minus nine mm-hmm. over under 42.5. Yeah, I'll take the minus nine on the Chargers in this one. I think the Chargers should win this one. You don't have any faith I mean, in who's, who's playing? Who's, who's the starter tomorrow? Mike Lennon. Okay, yeah, then. Okay, <laughs> definitely minus nine on the Chargers. Mike Lennon. <sighs> yeah, I'll take the Chargers minus nine and over 42.5 on a teaser because I, I still don't have faith in the Chargers beating anybody by nine. Uh, Buffalo Bills at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks only minus three and a half over under fifty four point five. This is the game of the afternoon, I think. This is this is this is an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one to call. But really, is it a tough uh, one to call? Bucks. Would you like? Would you like? I'm to bet, the would Bucks. you like to bet a bottle of scotch on the? I'll take the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Bucks too, though. <laughs> so <laughs> I just thought you were getting ready that near the end no, of the year. I thought no. you were gonna start betting against Tom Brady. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I you my, will. I you, learned my lesson. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against this guy anymore. Fuck that. You can't resist it. You no, can't I, resist I know. it. No, Bucks. All right, I'll take the. I'll take the Bucks minus three. I'll take the. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks minus three and a half. Uh, over, I think under fifty four point five. I I think it's gonna be a lower lower score. I think it is game. also gonna be under fifty four and a half. Yeah, 
Uh, but yeah, the Buccaneers, man. I mean, they're almost as good as Mac Jones and the uh, and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bears at Packers. Packers minus 11.5, which Friday thinks should probably be minus 21.5. Uh, over under 42.5. Surprised that it's not. Yeah, <laughs> at least for Aaron Rodgers. At least 14.5. Because he owns them. Do you get the Rodgers rate? Ben, he owns them. Huh? You get the Rodgers rate? I, I get the Rodgers rate. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. It's not just, it's I not think just Rodgers. Thought, I, it's everybody that gets Because yeah, the commercial's yeah. really witty. Uh-huh. Because I think that he thought that no one else was going to get the Rogers rate, and then when he found out that everybody got it, yeah. his feelings were hurt. Yeah, they were. It's very, yeah. very. It's a thinking. That's a thinking man's commercial right there. Oh man! <laughs> but uh, the Packers. I, you know, I expect the Packers to win this one. Uh, I'd say over forty-two and a half, though. Whew. I mean, but I think I, the Packers can score a lot in this one. They can, but I mean, I mean, it's going to be cold. I mean, if they get up big. That's true too. I mean, you it's really cold. want Rodgers playing? Uh, Even if they're playing minutes? in Chicago, it'd be cold. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's cold I'm... tonight in L.A. Fuck, just imagine how it is in Green Bay. I might take. I'll take. I'll take the Bears eleven and a half plus eleven and a half. Uh, I mean, I think that, that they may take their foot off the gas late in the game. Potentially, the Packers. Uh, oh, in the last game of the week, Friday, your L.A. Rams and balmy Arizona in Phoenix, Arizona. The Cardinals only minus two and a half uh... over under fifty one. Friday. It's no, a, I, I that, think, this is this is the game. This is a nice Sunday night game. You got to admit, this, this is no, a it's nice, a good one. No, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, you know, NFC West rivals going at it. Well, rivals is a little strong. Yeah, the I mean, Cardinals yeah, have been actually, good yeah, for like Cardinals, a, yeah, yeah. They were they were good now, and they were good when they played the Steelers in the, in the, <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so they haven't really been good in between. Um, but yeah, I'd say uh, it's a tough one. There's a little little bit of going on here. I got this was this is a tough game to call because I think no, the Rams. Not. The Rams really need to win this one. I think that this is like, not, it's not a must win, but I mean, they really need to show that they are one of the top dogs in the NFC. And and the last three games, you know, they've lost two. They beat a very, a, 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 you know, a bad Jags team. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sounding like you now. That was a lot I'm of sounding like you. I'm sounding like you now. Yeah. Because you know what we don't have in this game between the two head coaches? We don't have anybody that's American born. Yeah, uh, these are yeah. definitely not American-born guys. Not when your khakis are that tight. Yeah, yeah, these are definitely West Coast. Yeah, you know, these are the elites. These yeah. are the these are the book learning guys. Their their houses are are very very geometric. Yeah, they're very, very square. Um, there's a pool out in the backyard. There's no there's woodshed large, back there. Large windows in the living room. Um, there's no ATV. You know, there's, yeah, there's there's you know definitely you know the slim fit shirts going on in this one. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's hell. I think Cliff Kingsbury has his like has his like uh, his wait, dry wait, fit shirt wait, custom. These, fit. these guys wait. These guys coach. Wait, they wait. Cliff Kingsbury came from Sean McVay's coaching tree, right, or I something think like I, that. Some, they have a. Yeah, they, they have, have, have a relationship. There's some sort of relation. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not sure what it is. Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, we're, I, I think they shop at the same place, though. Oh, we're, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. the same tailor. But I think Cliff pulls it off a little because he's got the lean, tall body. Yeah, he's got the lean, tall body. Yeah, McVay's sort of the short, stocky. Yeah. You know, chip on his shoulder kind of body. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm, I'm short. I'm not as good looking. I don't think he's that short, though. I mean, he just looks short because he's standing against, you know, standing amongst his players who are just a little bit taller. But I'm giving this one to Cliff. I mean, minus two and a half. I think this, I think the spread in this game should be closer to seven. Yeah. I mean, we're, from, you know, we're, we're, I'm from LA. You, you live here in LA, Ben. I mean, you know, well, I'm, I, I'm from I, here now. Uh, what, 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 I'm like uh, a transplant. <laughs> you are kind of a transplant. Uh, yeah. I have a transplant. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, but you know, whether the I'm Rams, a citizen, whether whether the Rams win or lose, it, it doesn't break my heart. I'm an Eagles fan, but you know, I you know, I think the Cardinals will win, but I would like the Rams to win. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. Well, I do have a big bet on the Cardinals uh, over. Oh, under there you go. The, yeah. Well, what's the over under? Uh, no, on the on the season. I yeah, can't yeah, remember but, what it was. I think. It but was, I'm, I'm sure ten is pretty. Yeah, yeah it's pretty damn close. It's getting close. I think it might be. I think it might have been ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'd like to see the Rams win. Just I, I agree with you, but I think the Cardinals are gonna. Uh, they're not gonna blow them out. But I think that Cliff Kingsbury Cliff Kingsbury is gonna make a statement that there's a new sheriff in the NFC West. All right, Franny, that's it for the. Week 14 matchups, American born matchups. There's the goal of American born matchups of the it's week. It's funny, like it, next up, we have we have Franny's Flame and Ben's Bust of the Week. Yeah. I don't really have a, a, a you, flame. You gotta have a flame. I don't have a flame. I can't remember what I was pissed off about this week. Uh, I mean, Gardner Minshew played well. I usually talk shit about the Eagles. And, um, you know, fuck the Raiders. You know what? Like, <laughs> how do you allow Washington to beat you? Yeah. That's my flame. There you go. There's your flame. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, fuck Washington. That's fair enough. It, that's another. That's a, I'll do a small shot. one with a tiny one with you. How do you allow that to happen? But that's a make or break game for both of them, almost. Exactly. And they're playing at in home, Vegas. In the blackout. And they're, they're, their record in Vegas is not that great. Because you know what? In Vegas, there's a lot of people that are American-born <laughs> in Vegas. They, they go out to the desert. Uh, there's a lot of Californians over there. There's <laughs> stuff you do in the desert that you don't do in, like, Los Angeles. You go out with the mesquite. And the cacti and the Joshua trees. And your ATVs. And your ATVs. <laughs> and, and your you ammunition. To, if you go out to Laughlin, you get in your sea dews and jet skis. You get a bikini with an American flag <laughs> Not on. Not that I have anything against that. Actually, jet skiing is Sorry, fucking, we're, we're, yeah. we're losing all of our, yeah, Lough- no, we're losing all of our Laughlin <laughs> there's listeners. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with I've that. I've never seen a Laughlin <laughs> listener, though. So I, I, not yeah. too many from Vegas either. Because yeah, they probably got, not. Because yeah. they got all the best food in the it's world. Because and they're not American. Something born. to do. Exactly. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia. I am American born. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I am literally American born. Yeah, small town. I'm Cheers. born in Morgantown, West Virginia. Damn it. <sighs> it doesn't I don't think it gets any more American than that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh WB. Well, where were we? That's your that's your flame. Yeah. I mean that, that was fuck I mean, the Raiders for losing. No, I mean I was I was I mean come on, I expected them to win not win handily, but I expect them to pull it off, get the win. Keep the Eagles in the playoffs, but no, they couldn't drive down the field. They couldn't put a drive together. Just kick. all you need is a field goal. I mean, like seriously. Yep. Everybody gets a field goal yeah. in this league, but they couldn't do it. I mean, and he was taking like check down passes, burning yeah. up time. I mean, all yeah. he had. To, I mean, I know he had, but there wasn't enough time. They need to move the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's. It almost it felt like watching the Steelers' offense in the first quarter. It's like three points, uh, three yards, one yard. Three yards, screen pass. Like you know, there's some urgency here. Like you got to get down in field goal range. You know who didn't have urgency? Who's that? Claypool. Yeah, didn't Claypool. Have urgency. And that is my bus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Bust. There it is. What, what, is a, what a segue. <laughs> what a segue. I mean, he is a bust. Claypool yeah. is a bust. Oh come on! I want to say he's a bust. Claypool is a bust. He had a decent game, but I mean, the guy has to decent grow up game. He has to grow up a little bit. A little bit. Decent game, a little yeah, bit. He fucked up a lot in this one. Yeah, I mean, I thought about Terrell Owens. I thought about Antonio Brown. I thought about Randy Moss. I thought about all the guys. I thought about Chad Ochocinco. I thought about all the guys that gave a lot of grief and caused a lot of headaches for a lot of teams, and none of them brought it onto. But they the, win those guys. He named. They win. They didn't bring it onto the field the way Claypool did. Not only did he almost get Ben Roethlisberger killed by not blocking, and he hasn't blocked much of the year, even though he did it at Notre Dame. Uh, but now that he's got his money. He doesn't feel like he has to block. He had a 15-yard penalty. He's by He's making business decisions yeah, out there. Yeah, business decisions. Sticking his finger in the helmet of a defender in the first quarter cost us 15 yards. Mm-hmm. So going into the fourth quarter, there's 30, 41 seconds on the clock. 
He catches the ball for a first down. Showboats. Showboats, cost us four or five seconds, gets the ball knocked out of his hands, and only knocked out of his hands because he took the time to do that. An offensive lineman, Trey Turner, has to run all the way over from the offensive line to try to get the ball away from him so they could get it spiked. By the time they spike the ball, there's only 26, 27 seconds left on the clock. I mean, he didn't cost us all, but he probably cost us 10 seconds in doing that. And then what does he do? As soon as Ben Roethlisberger spikes the ball, he's screaming at the offensive lineman, how dare you come over and take the ball away from me? I was trying to get on national television, don't you know? You know, this is this clown was on TikTok in his first game last year. He was commenting on Juju, all this shit. The reason, I mean, if you want to go to fucking play for the Raiders, Raiders, go play for the fucking Rams or the Jets or Miami or go play for one of these teams where no one cares what you do and no one watches you. I, 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 I don't care that he's young. I mean, I don't remember, you know, you know, at, at Morgan Stanley or at or at a university or at Kaiser or at, uh, you know, Anthem or at one of these big companies where they say, well, you're 23. So please steal shit from us. Please sexually harass our employees because we know you're just 23. So you, we can't expect you to be more mature. I mean, I don't give a fuck that he's this young. Mac Jones doesn't check his text messages between Monday and Friday. He checks them on oh, the weekend. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, rookie in the league. Look at what he's doing. He's tearing yeah. it up. Doesn't have, I mean, Mac Jones doesn't have, John, Jonathan Taylor probably, I don't know if he has social media, but these guys are not out there on social media all the time, texting and doing TikTok videos. And all that stuff is fine. Antonio Brown did it. All these guys did it. But to bring this crap onto the field, well, Antonio. I mean, uh, yeah, Antonio Brown had his own yeah. issues, but not on play, the field. But he's become more mature. I mean, uh, well, other than the whole, you know, vaccination thing. Yeah. But I mean, that's a whole different story. But I mean, prior to that, you know, he he caused himself his own headaches, and that's what Chase Claypool is doing right now. He's you know doing the same thing that Juju Smith Schuster was doing, and Juju Smith Schuster has sort of performed. Grown up. Yeah, but at least he performed on the field. But he realized that he was wrong. Yeah. But I mean, you know, and after the, the game, he's like, "Well, they knocked the it out of team. my hands," and. I mean, he he didn't even take accountability after the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, and that's what you want to see is is you know I wouldn't cut him, but I mean I cut him. I wouldn't. I mean Chase Claypool is still a large, strong receiver with with good hands. But that we have a long. I mean, how long do these guys last that don't think they have to block? They don't think they have that the rules apply to them. They you know I mean they they don't think that they have to do any of the things that that a Larry Fitzgerald or a Zach Ertz, but I, mean, I know he's a well, tight end. Zach Ertz doesn't or even Jalen, well or even Jalen Rager taking accountability after the game for the drop passes. I mean, Claypool. I mean, you make a few. I mean, but these guys have come along where they 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 believe that because they're going to make two or three big catches a game, or maybe one big catch a game, that they don't have to do any of the things that that Heinz Ward had to do, yeah. and John Stallworth had to do, and Lynn Swan had to do, and all the guys that came before him had to do. It just yeah, a little bit Odell Beckhamish. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I, and the defense celebrating in the end zone. Yeah, that that didn't thrill me. I mean, that, you, and that's Mike Tomlin again. You allow twenty nine points, you get one interception, you run to the end zone and, and and celebrate. Really? I mean, it didn't cost him any time. It didn't screw up the game. No, I mean, but still, you shouldn't be celebrating after allowing twenty nine points. But this is Mike Tomlin and, to and, that point. And I think Ben Roethlisberger. And I'm so tired of hearing everybody. I mean, I like Mike Tomlin. I'm not besmirching Mike Tomlin. I but say it, a lot of positive things. And about. I think that one of the things John Harbaugh is pissed off about is that he's not in the conversation with Mike Tomlin. And he's probably a better head coach, given the talent that he's got, than Mike Tomlin ever could be. I mean, I think Mike Tomlin is much closer to Mike Zimmer than he is to John Harbaugh in terms of 
actual X's and O's coaching, yeah. decision making. Well, I, think I don't he, think Andy Reid is a great head coach when it comes to decision making. No, I, I think Mike Tomlin is, is 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 good at managing the the players on his team. Yeah. I mean, he does a good job with that because he's had some head cases on that team too, and does a really good job with that. But I mean, I think I think you know Ben Roethlisberger's response after the game when they you know when when the reporter asked him you know did he did, did they think he needed to talk to uh chase claypool and try to straighten him out and get him sort of on the on the you know on the a path towards professionalism and he essentially said it's not my job that's mm-hmm. mike tomlin that's the head coach's job that's mike tomlin's job and and i don't think he didn't try i think he's tried and failed yeah. and he's frustrated with the fact that nothing has worked with this kid uh, and he obviously needs him because he's a big talented receiver he's got a little bit of dk metcalf uh, but I think DK Metcalf's a little bit more dynamic, and while he has made some mistakes on the field, I think it was more technique than it was arrogance. Uh, I, I just watching a Pittsburgh Steeler player do that kind of thing. I'm just not used to it. I mean, we Antonio Brown. I think a lot of fans, myself included, had a hard time separating the off the field stuff from the on the field stuff because there was he was never disappointing on the field, mm-hmm. even. Antonio Brown, we played one game with the Patriots, scored a touchdown on like a sixty-yard bomb down the sideline. Like he was just too big of a headache off the field. But he's even for the for the Bucks, he's he's shut up. He's played, he's played well. He's been the, the the second or third target on that team, and he has he's he's done everything they've asked him to do on the field. Mm-hmm. And to just to, to see Claypool not take a, it, it's it's worse that he didn't take accountability after the game. Like I know that I made fun of Jalen Regor. You know, because he had those two huge drops two games ago. Mm-hmm. But but li- I listened to his press conference. Contrite took responsibility. Did you know? Dante Johnson dropped. He dropped a touchdown in this game. Touched. He got benched last year uh, for dropping balls. But he 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 came back. He worked hard. He still drops balls occasionally. Uh, but he's not doing the kind of arrogant stuff. And and I and I just wonder, like, is it time for the Steelers to make a sort of a wholesale? change in terms of the coaching staff and you know if if, if Ben Roethlisberger is going to leave is it I mean I hate to say Mike it's time for Mike Tomlin to leave if they don't have a a plan a really good plan but you beat the Cardinals an outmatched Cardinal team in 2008 in the Super Bowl you get blown out by the by the Packers in 2010 and in 11 years we haven't gotten close mm-hmm to the Super Bowl. Other than that year that we got we lost to the Patriots with the Jesse James touchdown that was at the goal line. You know, you can't be in the conversation as one of like they always say one of the best head coaches in football but not get close to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we have this is the guy that lost to Tim Tebow. Well, I mean. his defense and rest in peace to Demarius Thomas who scored that touchdown. Uh he did lose to Tim Tebow who can't get a who hasn't had a job in the NFL since. Yeah, he's tried. And I, and I don't mean to overreact and bash Mike Tomlin, but but eleven years of not getting close to the Super Bowl doesn't put you in best head, you know, one of the best head coaches categories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that even Andy Reid, I don't think until he got to the Chiefs and went to the, I mean, I think people would say he was a good head coach, but I don't know that people would have said he was one of the best head coaches in the league. I mean, his record is really if he good. had retired in Philadelphia. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. I mean, look at Bill Belichick; he had one bad year, and he's fucking the best team in the AFC this year. He's back, he's back. Yeah, exactly. All right, sorry. That was my really long. Yeah, that was a long. That was my bust. long bust. I, I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. But watching it, like Philadelphia is the same way. I think that's why Rhaegar had to take responsibility because Philadelphia doesn't put up with that shit either. No, yeah, not at all. And because we just, you know, we had Aguilar. 
It's like you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, follow in those footsteps. Yeah, but, you, you got know, like, you, and you got Aguilar, news... Ragor. Yeah, it's like almost the same last name. Yeah, and you got news broadcasts about it. Like random people on the street are like, you know, yeah, it's like catching, it's like, catching babies. Stole, he saved somebody's life, and, it, and yeah. the first thing he thinks of is, I'm not Jason, or I'm not Nelson, I'm not Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. So unlike Aguilar, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a great interview. That's that's awesome. But that's how Philly fans yeah. and Steeler fans are. But this is not the Rams. Mm. You know, we're not going to put up with that shit out here. Or out there. Yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. Long bust. Ronnie, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. Are you sure you're done with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to go a little bit longer with that one? No. no. But come on, man. Uh, come that on, man. Bad. That was terrible. That was terrible. You got to admit that was bad. That was, that was, that was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, who, pose, Especially, you know, who poses for a first down with 41 <laughs> seconds on the clock? He does. And no timeouts. Next up on the big board. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. We have our shot of the week, Ben. Oh. And it is... I mean, there, there's some some spice, some sweetness, some sourness, Ben. I think I think it it, it 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 sums up your week, except there's no pain. <laughs> like, oh, man, there was a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain in there's that tooth this week. But tonight's shot, Ben, we've dubbed it the Skull Crusher. It's crushed my soul. The Steelers the soul losing to the Vikings. Can you? Of all the quarterbacks that I had to lose to, I know, the, one the one I hate you talk, the most. The one that you talked shit the one I most, talked the most about. Shit about. And tonight's shot was concocted with limoncello. Some vodka that was dyed purple, even though it kind of looks black. But it's supposed to be purple, and it's a layered shot. Well, it, can and be, it's just, it can be for you guys, too, losing to the Raiders. A, or Washington losing to the Raiders. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> that sucks, too. Uh, and then we have some a little bit of fireball also mixed in. With that, uh, with that vodka that was dyed purple, so we got a little bit of peppery, or not? We got the pepper spice, we got the cinnamon spice, and then we got the sour from the limoncello band. And I'm pretty sure that shot's gonna probably taste like shit, but it was a pretty shitty performance the other night. <sighs> I, I mean, that was just such. I mean, but but what can you say about Ben Roethlisberger? Is the man done? No, no, he, he can definitely play how another many, year at least. How many teams, at least? How many teams in the NFL that don't have Tom Brady or? Kyler Murray or Matthew Stafford or even Jalen Hurts or you know how many how many I mean of thirty two teams how many teams do you think would love to have Ben Roethlisberger starting for them next a year? a lot of them yeah a lot of them Ben but cheers to you let's give this shot a shot see how it tastes I'm sure it tastes like shit but all right I'm afraid of it I know I'm a little scared I'm a scared shot. <laughs> Yeah, that tastes exactly like the Steelers played. A lot of lemon. That is not American born. A lot of lemon in there. This is like French born. <laughs> no, wait. It was. It'd be sweeter if it was in France. This not is terrible. Like, not this terrible, is, but is, not that great. This is Poland born. This is like when you're about to go work in, in minus thirty degrees. This is and your last name is you know thirty letters long. Yeah, and they're all consonants and no vowels. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, allegedly, I'm part Polish. I got to send in my yeah my whatever that is ancestry. Yeah. I mean, you, you mean your last name doesn't have like a S Z Y W? No, maybe it did at one point. I don't know. It's German. So your last name is not Shashevsky. Allegedly, it's German, but I don't know. I think I think I don't know my ancestry as well as you. Well, I mean, you should probably you know. Get a you know uh, a test on ancestry.com and see you know how many how many uh, places you've come from. That's true. You know why we didn't do that? Why is that? Because we were American born. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You are. But you know, that's what my that. family told me. I said, "Where did I come from?" Is that America? America. <laughs> West Virginia. But what about great grandpa? 
America. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> but, uh, but we weren't here then, Grandpa. America. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's a little bit easier for me to trace my roots since I'm first generation. And, uh, you know, I could trace it back, you know, a few hundred years, yeah. you know, back to, uh, to the, I mo- saw, I saw to the, the mother house. country. I saw the house with the door frame that's only like five and a half feet high. And the house is hundreds of years old. Yeah. <laughs> and People were short back then. Uh, I don't think they were short. It was just, it was an easier way of keeping heat inside the house. You know, less openings, small windows. Less openings. Some of the houses just have a hole that you crawled yeah. in just, and then you just It was like Dukes, Dukes of Hazard style. You just like jump through the window to get inside. <laughs> Sex with sports, yeah. less weight for Grandmas the were a lot more spry back then. I mean, you know, <laughs> just, they just. They just put down, a, they had some bread they were cooking, yeah, some dough, yeah. and they just slid right yeah, in on the dough. Exactly. <laughs> You know, wine barrels and everything. I mean, you live in a, I mean, it was, it was crazy. I mean, like when I go inside that house, it, you know, it, it still smells like wine because I mean, they, they live. Well, it was cold and windy was, and, and yeah, salty yeah, in, the, yeah, in the winter. Yeah. A little salty. You're a little salty about yeah, that I'm a loss. Salty. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, that's, Claypool, but, but that salt air, like, I mean, the cold salt air does really wear on you. Like, I guess I haven't been there in the wintertime. I don't like being in there. Yeah, but other people yeah. had yeah, to yeah, live yeah, there, I, I know, like all the time. I know, I know. And they had a fire burning. It wasn't like yeah. they had a heater. Like it was like central heating. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> you got to get a blanket. They're like literally burning wood in their living room. Yeah, pretty with, much. With, with the chimney that probably did carry all the smoke yeah, not, outside. Not, not sure how like how a lot of more people didn't die from carbon monoxide they poisoning. Did, well, they get and they got sick. I mean, yeah. they, in the countries now where they, where they have to burn wood inside, it's yeah. like. I want a chimney for that. A chimney? <laughs> chimney. A chimney? Chimney. Chimney cricket. Chim- a chimney. Do you have a chimney? Chimney. Chimney? Yeah. Well, that's how you say it. Oh, what's a ch- chimney? Chim- chimney. Chim- chimney. Ch- chimney. Chimney. Oh, yeah. That's my gif of you. Jif. It's a jif. Chimney. Give me a, give me, yeah, send me a jif of a chimney sweeper. Do you, do you have a chimney sweep? Chimney. There's an I in there, Ben. That, Trust me, there's like an a, I that, between the M and the N. There's an I. Is that like, All right? an, is that like an Indian dish? Like a chimney? Like chimney? <laughs> chimney. Yeah. Chimney churry? Chimney? Yeah. Finally got you after you made fun of me. He's always making me fun of me. It's gift. He's also making fun of me. He's also He's making, always fun, making of me. fun of me. I hope I have some Italian in my life. In my family background. But I, I fear that it's German and Polish only. Yeah. yeah. Uh, allegedly, I have some Dutch, but nobody knows for sure. <laughs> that actually sounds a little Dutch, Ben. That was actually pretty good, um, as far as uh, you know your accent. Because you're not really good with your accent. No, I'm, I was trying to do like a Spanish accent, and it sounded French. Sonny yeah. <laughs> said it was French. <laughs> oui, oui. Uh, but what would you rate that shot, though, Ben? I mean, uh, it was not the greatest, uh, you know. But it, the colors were there. It was the Vikings colors. It's supposed to be. I mean, on uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, it may not reflect that way, but you know, not enough light to make that purple it's it's really hard to dye a purple yeah. like it's like I, I'm gonna, yeah i'll give it a six but yeah. only because yeah i was actually giving it a six too i wasn't gonna give it a high grade it's, it's just because of the game I, I, like I, it, this shot would have yeah. this would have been had to have been spectacular yeah for me. i was actually hoping for, for a little bit more uh peppery spice from the uh from the absolute pepper but uh not much there and also the fireball i expect a little bit more from the papa uh, from the papa and i expect a little bit more uh cinnamoniness from the uh fireball that i added to the vodka but the limoncello limoncello is just good on its own in general so you know it was a nice oh, uh, yeah, I like lemon sourness on the finish and uh, i'm sure you have a sour taste in your mouth after I that do. loss ben i do that was the worst loss in a long time that was well a, the Bengals loss was that not was that long mike, ago that was mike tomlin's defense <laughs> you know. right there that's why I compare him to Mike Zimmer. I mean, I feel like they they have much more 
you know, they're they're really really average head coaches. Mike and Mike, Mike and Mike. I mean, they're really average. Yeah. I mean, was very, it, was very it Mike average. Golick and who was it? Mike and Mike on? Oh, I forgot who it was. Yeah, I mean, who who got mad at who when they broke up? Yeah, they broke up. Yeah, that was that was, that was not a very good. I idea. actually liked that one in the morning. Yeah, no, Mike Golick. I mean, he's he's been around for a while. And I, th- I mean, Greeny, I thought was good. I mean, mm-hmm. together, I thought they were good. That was like the, one of the few shows. Like when I started going to work, where I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on like before. At that time, I think Colin Cowherd. I think Colin Cowherd might have still been with ESPN back then, or yeah, or he might have been on the radio. But at least I got to hear like the like the last forty five minutes of Mike and Mike, and it was just it was always better than like Colin Cowherd or whoever else was on in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was just better. Yeah, I, I just you know I'll I'll watch Good Morning Football. They have a good crew right there. Uh, yeah, I don't mind that show. Yeah, that's good. Except for what's his first name day, what's, what's, what's his name left? Uh, 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 the guy went CBS. Uh, the receiver for the Lions in the past. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, I can't remember his name. Not but, Megatron. No, 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 no. Um, I can't remember his name now. Yeah, I don't know. I just know. The, I hear the voices, but I don't know the. Yeah. Name. I don't know the name. I don't know. He went. He went to like Good Morning something on, on CBS, but you know. But Michael, he's always Michael on the CBS. No, no, no. He's he's on the CBS broadcast. God, I can't remember his name right now, but whatever. Who cares? Is he going to space? No. <laughs> Michael Strahan's going to space. I want to go to space. Well, he's not. Well, he's actually just gonna. He's gonna like just the tip. Get the, get the tip in. Just there. the tip. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Just the tip into space. Yeah. Maybe maybe get a little bit of uh, anti gravity feel. Yeah, because that's like every rich person's dream. Like yeah. first screw up the planet, then like poke holes in the fucking atmosphere. <laughs> I don't think like, that's what it does. I know. Yeah, you know, I know it does. It's like a hole punch. It does. <laughs> it's like now we're allowing more like UV rays and whatever. It doesn't, but I mean, it would be like a dystopian like movie. Like let's yeah. see what let's see what we fucking did let's up just, here. Let's, like let's, let's let's see the damage. Let's, let's poke a hole. Let's just like light an A bomb right here before we go like flying back to Earth and just you know, really got, like, blow this shit up for everybody else. They got like just flying up. There's like blowing methane out like when they get up <laughs> yeah but I don't, I don't think that's what it does though no yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't actually yeah, it, poke it's not a like hole. it's like a piece of paper up there we're like poking holes in it uh, like i felt like i got more sun today because strahan <laughs> was up in space you know i got a third degree burn just standing in the sun because I, that hole that he poked right above my house under strahan's <laughs> hole <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did you see? Yeah, yeah. Johnny, did you see Strayhand's yeah, hole passed over? It's as big today. as it says. As like big all as, the Giants fans are out there with Strayhand jerseys every like seven years. As big as they watch the Strayhand hole pass over. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's as big as the gap between his teeth. It's, it's just yeah. That's yeah. Everybody's known for that though. You know, he was he was proud of the gap between his teeth. He's like, "This is my gap. Fuck you guys." Yeah, and I think Brett Favre did the right thing. Well, Strahan was a baller though. I think I think Brett Favre did the right thing. Not going to space. <laughs> no. <laughs> By essentially giving him the sack that that gave him. The oh, record. okay. He's like, "Here, here's sack." Because he deserved it. I thought you were talking about like his Lee's commercials. <laughs> no, no, he just des- oh, okay. he deserved no Wrangler. It was Wrangler. <laughs> Wrangler. That was that was Brett. That's Favre. American born. That's American born right there for sure. <laughs> and so is. Brett Favre, <laughs> Brett Favre. Yeah, exactly. Give me that. Give me that BBB loan. <laughs> I need. I need. Some, I need. I need. Some, my tractors are in disrepair. <laughs> next up, Ben. <laughs> next up, what is so next six up, for me? Man? A six for you? Six yeah, out of yeah. ten. Sorry. Shot, not the greatest. I told but, you, you know. a lot of medication this week. Man, so I, yeah, I apologize. I'm tired. I'm tired for so. I don't know. Why I'm tired. But uh, we have our beverage of the week, Ben. It is. The Belnellan single malt Scotch whiskey Caribbean it looks rum nice. it looks cask nice. it looks nice finish the label very nice it's very Caribbeany it is it's yeah, very it's nice like it's it's got a nice uh, like it's uh, almost shaped like a chimney like shallow 
ocean with sand underneath, like that bluish sort of Azor water that you get. That, 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 look at that. Look at that. Look at that, look at it that is. Yeah. It is. It looks, oh, it like, looks, it looks like, like the Adriatic. Very much. Very much like. Well, uh, not like where we stay, but where you went yeah. <laughs> on the boat because you didn't, no, take, very, you very, didn't take me with you. But you, know. you don't want to go. I don't think that's the case. You don't want to go. I invited you multiple times. I invited you out multiple times. So I actually don't occasions. think that's true. That's true. I don't think that's <laughs> true. <laughs> no, we're not having this conversation right now, okay? <laughs> I don't think, think Doubleguard was like, yeah, that guy that was drunk at, at the party, yeah, invite him. That's the one I want over here on my boat. No, he likes you, man. He's, he likes you. <laughs> no, I like him a lot. Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, really? <laughs> I do. I do. I'll let him know. <laughs> I do. I mean... Croatia is a beautiful country. It's beautiful good. people. Beautiful people. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. But, uh, you know, the Belnellen, we tried a, a, I think it was a Belnellen. I think it was a 12-year that we tried. Yeah, it was a, like their straight scotch. A few weeks ago, and it was not the greatest. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was scotch. I mean, you could, I mean, it, it was, was scotch. No, I mean, it was, it was. You're it just, was, yeah, I just said, okay. No, but it was, it was not on the same level as. You know, the Glen Livet 12, maybe a little bit better than the Glen Fittich 12. But then when you go to the Aberfeldy 12 or some of the other 12 year olds, it doesn't really match that sort of flavor profile. It was a little rough. It was not so complex. It was, um, it was, but, it was know, more similar. I mean, the Glenmore and Jay, which the, I didn't love. That, well, that was a 10 year, though. I mean, it was, it was a little more, I mean, not as refined, I'd, I guess. But, um, you know, but the, the, the Belmelon was, eh, was whatever. But, you know, I'm excited actually to try this one. I mean, this is their uh, Caribbean cask um, finish. Uh, so it was it was, it was um, finished in rum casks. And yeah, so it was a little bit more, you know, sweetness. You know, last night I was sipping on the Glenlivet. Um, there's no age on that one. It's it's basically their, their Caribbean cask reserve or whatever it is. It wasn't bad. But it comes in the the orange label. And it's actually, it's, a, it's smooth. That was it's one of the COVID sweet, ones. And it was... It was a very nice one. Actually, that was one of the ones where we did like the mason jar exchange. Was it? I'm I not sure. I don't. I think. I think it was after that. But we did. Oh, was it? Yeah. We did enjoy it. It's not as good as the 14 or the 15. Um, you know, the 14 itself is a cognac barrel, and I think that one's maybe ten dollars more. I would opt for you know spending ten dollars more and enjoying the 14 year over um, you know something that's around 33 as opposed to 43 dollars. Um, but you know, I'm excited to try this, Ben. Me too. Me too. I'm sure you have some information for us. Can we take a quick break? Let's take a quick bathroom break. <laughs> Just a quick break. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's you know, I'm taking a lot of drugs. If uh, I'm the one asking for breaks. Yeah. All right, we'll be right. I know. Back. Seriously, we'll be right back. All right, and we are back with our beverage of the week. Like I just mentioned, it's the Balnellin, Ben. And it is indeed. Caribbean funny. rum rat, cask finish. But what are we oh. going to do? There it is. Perfect. Perfect. This is the Balnellin, not the blood orange IPA <laughs> that we have coming up next. This Speyside single malt whiskey was aged in ex-bourbon ex casks. And transferred to hand-picked Caribbean or Caribbean rum barrels for finishing. The finishing process imbues the whiskey with notes of sweet tropical fruits that bathe the whiskey in lush flavors. Uh, the nose is full-bodied aroma. So what does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> it's full-bodied. It's full-bodied. Not half-bodied. They don't have a website, or they must be made by like another distillery. Probably made Glenlivet. Uh, a splendid taste with a warm feel to it on the palate. 
Not too smoky, but silky smooth. It's quite rich on the finish and lovely smooth texture. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got uh, the proof. It's 92 proof, 46%. Let's see. It's delicious on the tongue and has surprisingly smooth and long finish. It's definitely not $98. I'm not sure where that came from. Uh, this is from Cass Cartel, premium spirits ripoff company. Canadian? Oh, it might be. Well, no, what's the... Oh, it might it's be. around $40. It's somewhere on there. Let's see. Let's look at this. Many other small liquor store sites will end up canceling your order due to high demand, unavailability, or inaccurate inventory accounts. We have the ability to source <laughs> from a large network of licensed retailers. <laughs> it's easy to find. It's yeah. on the shelf. Yeah, because, of course, you yeah, know. Total wine. Everybody's searching for the Balnellan. Yeah, I mean, that's it's widely known. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, they had pretty good. Let's see what they had on the uh, Total Wine says. Yeah, 4.7 out of 5. Total Wine says. Uh, da, 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 sweet tropical fruits that bathe the whiskey in lush flavors. On uh, Total Wine, the score is. 4.7 out of 5. 4.7 out of 5. 4.3. All right. Out of 5. So, what made you pick this one, Franny? Um, the price. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was around, you know, 40 bucks, somewhere around the there. The price, dude. Oh, I, I, actually, what is the price on Total Wine? I don't remember because it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 32, okay, 32 99 even better. All right, so, I mean, they actually have has a Has inflation line. hit the scotch? Uh, probably. Inflation has hit everything so far. <laughs> I mean, so I'm pretty sure, you know, this is probably like, if I bought it a month ago, it would have been twenty eight ninety nine. Now it's thirty two ninety nine. But... Uh, no, I mean it, it's. Uh, I mean they have a whole line of you know these these uh, of of scotches where they have the rum cask, the port cask, the you know different casks and different reserves and this and that. So you know I, I was I was such a huge fan of the 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 Caribbean uh, uh, cask for Glenlivet. Glenlivet that I figured you know why not give this one a try, see how it matches up to the Glenlivet. Yeah, I just noticed. I mean today I bought I bought some fire logs. I thought they were American born, but apparently. <laughs> They were not. I mean, the price was like ten dollars more than what I'm used to. Yeah. I mean, and, and even on Amazon stuff, I've been ordering. Mm-hmm. I've had to think twice about ordering it because mm-hmm. it's actually a lot. I've actually had to get in my car and drive places. Yeah. to buy things what because it was <laughs> because on Amazon because you live in such a small town, everything is so far away. You have to drive fifty miles <laughs> yeah. to get to the closest but normally mall, like, right? You know, like this, this should be less than this, uh, but it wasn't. Everything even, should be less than what it is. Yes. Even our trip to Costco today, I was like, this should be less than this. The gas. Well, you don't have to worry about that because you, you charge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. charge. Who charges? <laughs> I charge. You should be a Chargers fan. I am. A, I'm a free Chargers fan. <laughs> <laughs> if they gave me free charging, like I, I do get free charging, so I'm happy about that. For so that, the car that. drives itself, literally and figuratively. It does. It does. It does. But uh, Ben, here's your glass right over here, Glen Cairn glass. There you are, right there. Let's give this a sniff. It just doesn't have any personalization on it. Cheers. See how it smells. It's the holiday season, so you know pers- personalization is the most important thing. I know. I get a lot of personalized gifts from you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect any from me. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Got a nice bit of. Uh, actually, it's almost like banana. Getting a nice bit of banana, little bit of of uh, raisin. I get a sweetness, a sweetness almost a it. tropical. I do get almost a tropical energy from the from mm. the nose. 
you know, tropical energy. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> hey guys. It's not American born. It's Scottish born. Which is essentially hey, the same Scottish thing. Scottish born. But that's essentially the this same thing. This is a Scottish banana. It's essentially Scotland and America. It's a know, fucking raisin in there. And people that have the, you know, American born have a lot in common with the Scots. It was a nice, it's, it's got a nice nose though. I mean, I'm getting a lot of banana, a lot of raisin, a lot of sweetness. I almost not get like a, it's I almost not, get, it's not harsh. But a lot of fruitiness for sure. I'm almost getting like a cherry in there. Like maraschino cherry? Yeah, like a sweet, yeah, sugary. sweet, sugary cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it smells really nice, though. It doesn't really hit you in the nostrils, either. I'm not really getting a rum, but I do get, like, an an essence of it. Yeah, just the sweetness from the barrels. Yeah, cheers to you. Let's give this a shot and see what it tastes. It's got a beautiful copper-ish, like a light copper color, but pretty dark for a scotch. I like a little bit of... Ooh, that's got a lot of bite for a scotch. It actually does. I mean, it's that's that's sort of enjoyable because like, it's not overly done, but it's there's a nice little bit of spice with a little bit of bite. It's got on a nice the back. warm finish too. A little bit of stone fruit in there. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. But on the front of the tongue, it's uh, kind of course. it's a little bland on the front of the tongue. I mean, there's a, there's a nice bit of creaminess, but there's not much flavor. It hits you sort of at the back where you do get that you know fruitiness to it. I mean, it's got a nice spice finish. But I do get the vanilla banana. It's almost like a banana with a little bit of vanilla on it. It's I do get that sort it's of... It's not uh, overly complex, but it's more complex than the one that we had a few weeks back that we didn't really enjoy that much. Um, I get that sort of sweet... I don't get the banana, but I get like a sweet, deep... There's a little bit of cinnamoniness to it, too. It's like a sweet, deep... like Almost like a banana, like a, like a sort of a mushy, squishy, sweet fruit sort of... Yeah. Mushy, squishy. <laughs> you know, but not necessarily banana, but just like that texture that you get. Yeah. Sort of a, one of those like, I like, I meaty mean, I, fruits. I like going to the grocery store and buying mushy, squishies. <laughs> <laughs> mushy, that's because American born. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's uh, it's not very complex, though. I mean, the, the flavors are there, but, you know, it's like the same ones, you know, sip after sip. But, you know, for thirty two ninety nine, it's, it's not bad. A, but it's got a nice like sort a of bang. Of, I like the bite. I like the bite on the back. It's got a nice bang on the mid palate. With a little bit of spice, the, the fruitiness, of, the, the sweetness, but also the harshness. Just a decent amount of creaminess, too, though, on the front when it enters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And a nice spicy finish. I mean, it's got a nice sort of cinnamon, mm-hmm. you know, cinnamon spice warming the back of your throat kind of finish. I mean, it actually has a nice finish. I, I expected it to be a little bit more harsh. Less harsh, actually. Actually, it's harsher than I thought it would be. But I like that little bit of harshness. Yeah, I expect... Uh, uh, I, th- I thought it might be harsh, but I don't know what yeah. I'm basing that on. Other than <laughs> a guess. Okay. It's a space side, so I didn't expect any sort of harshness uh, to it. But um, oh, it's good. But it's got a nice it's pop. Good. I mean, it's, it's, it's got a nice their, spicy pop. A it's first better scotch. than a 12-year offering, though, for sure. I mean, this is a little more complex than their 12-year offering. You know, it's aging got a deep it, richness to it. You know, aging it in the rum casks. Really did do it some favors. I mean, you know, you get that that sweetness, you know, that little bit of spice, though. I mean, you get, it's almost you a get tiny a nice bit, bit of, of smoke in there. Mm, I'm not getting the smoke so much. Just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. But the nose, I really like. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, on it's the got nose. a nice, deep, rich, sweet, peppery nose, spicy nose. Banana. <laughs> I get the banana. I got a lot of banana yeah, I know. for some reason. If like there's a, banana or peanut, it would be all that you will smell. 
I get it. I could put I 10 peanuts it. in a bowl of cashews and it'd be like, these cashews smell like peanuts. peanuts. But it does, though. I mean, but this is definitely a better offering than their 12-year, and I think it's around the same price range. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather prefer this over the 12th, that's for sure. Yeah, but it's got a nice... I mean, it's, it's not it's, spectacular. I mean, I didn't expect anything. But if you kept it out of the ballpark, that sort of thing. But it's perfect know. for a night like tonight. If we had kept it in the house, I think it's nice when it's chilled on a table like this. I like. I would. I would like it to be at room temperature, like mm-hmm. with the temperature outside. Mm-hmm. Like if, if having this at room temperature with the if it was seventy two degrees with the forty two degrees that it's outside, I think this would be really. Is it forty two? Fuck! It feels like yeah, actually. Yeah, I mean, it would be really nice, sort of have a little bit the spice with the warmth. Mm-hmm. Would would really like if you have a if you live in the Northeast and you have a cigar on your back porch, your back patio, you know, your back deck, have this in the house, you know, before you go outside your with the stove. Adirondack chair. Yeah, Adirondack chair. Keep this sort of at room temperature. With your honey. Yeah, with your honey. <laughs> who's who's also American born. American born. It, uh, but but if you keep this sort of at room temperature and then pop it outside, uh-huh. I think that's like the perfect uh, use case for this. Yeah. And in my opinion, Scott should taste good all the time. You know, so it's not to be perfect conditions, but in the conditions that we're in right now, <laughs> in the perfect in the conditions, conditions that we're in right now, uh, well, see, I mean, it's, you it's, have it's to solid. Ra- you have to raise your, no, it's, it's you have to solid, raise. It's a solid offering for the price. That's what it is. Cause you're American born. I don't care about no environment, no, no atmosphere. Spray hand poking holes. <laughs> I'm just more, this guy's, I don't care if it's 32 degrees or 75 degrees. This should taste good no matter what. Always. always. <laughs> don't, don't give me no scotch at a certain time of day or year. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you dirt bag. <laughs> now, but where'd you rate this, though, Ben, on our Thurston Goal rating scale of our beverages that we've sampled? Over 152 episodes. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, man, I was gonna say seven too. I was hoping you say something else, but I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking seven too because I think I gave their twelve year maybe a six. I can't remember exactly, but it is better than uh, that. But I think, and I and I want you to try it. I mean, you can't do it tonight, but I'm gonna keep this in the house mm-hmm. and see if I, if you're right. And then next yeah. week it's gonna be cold. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're not pop, gonna do that. But yeah. Pop that uh-huh. in a glass. But it's it's it might it might taste while better it's warm inside. Like, sometimes when you allow a scotch to breathe, it tastes better. You gotta let it breathe, Ben. Give it some space. Let it breathe. Move away, everybody. This guy, this, this, this thing has to breathe. It needs move, oxygen. Move away. But there is that sort of nice, like, you know, energy you get from, like, a uh, a drink that's yeah. a little bit warmer. Maybe, maybe we should get, like, the... Well, see, but you didn't grow like, up... What are, what are the rum, like, little... Oh, the drums? That's what we need. The, 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 the rum? The, that's what we need. The Caribbean drums. That's what we needed for this. Not the uh, the bagpipes, probably. All right, yeah, I know. We, we Let's get a little bit of that on the show. See how it sounds. Well, yeah, but I think, you might, you might put me in like in 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 uh, in the mood now, not like uh, perfect room temperature, you know. And of course, we're probably gonna get like. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't sound like it. No. Oh, 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 oh. oh okay, Google Fi. All right. Yeah, good. this is like the worst advertisement in yeah, the no, history of advertisements. I'm not sure what these people are doing. I guess they're going like jet skiing <clears> or something, but they're jet skiing, but they have internet. Yeah, but they're, they're, that's that's just terrible animation. But they have but they have internet on the water. I mean, that is the key. Yeah, there's another commercial. Look at that. Look, yeah. <laughs> YouTube <laughs> yeah. doesn't fuck around anymore. They 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 want their money. <laughs> they definitely want that. There's no doubt about that. 
That uh, sounds terrible. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like... Uh, oh, there's a steel drum. All right, let's get a steel drum in here. Is there going to be a commercial on this one? Uh, let's see. Is it doing anything? It's okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we. I don't think we're getting any. I, I don't think we're gonna get steel the, drums. The Caribbean drums. Yeah. Tonight. No. Oh. 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 Here he is. Nope. Nope. Uh, let's get another commercial. Oh, press, press play. Press play. Oh, there we go. There we go. There it is. All right. Now I'm in the mood. <laughs> All right. Cheers to you, Ben. Uh, see, now I'm in the mood for this. This is a Caribbean cask reserve right here. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> You know why I don't think you appreciate it as much? Why is that? It's because you grew up out here. Like if you if you if you grew up having to take things like from your house to outside to drink. Like if uh-huh. you grew up in the cold and you were like constantly like half yeah. the year dealing freezing, with that, freezing your ass off. Yeah, I think I think you might. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm a, that I'm right. Come I might be. On. This is the Balmelon Single Small Scotch Whiskey Caribbean Rum Cask Finish. Now <laughs> it is. Yeah, and see, I might be completely see, wrong. Now I feel like I'm in the mood. I, feel, like, I already feel warmer. Actually, but like even in the like I didn't drink as much beer in the in the winter when I was like hanging out on the deck because it's like at the you, creek. You take something cold from inside, you bring it outside, and then you're cold on cold. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but if you have like a nice, not that I was drinking scotch back then, but. Even if you have like a nice wine or you have something that's at room temperature and you take it outside, it just sort of pops. Mm-hmm. See, now it tastes better with the with the steel drums, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's seven and a half out of ten. And he knows what he's doing. Look at this. Yeah. He's got paintbrushes. I'm sure they're not actual paintbrushes, <laughs> but they look like paintbrushes. That's, 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 that's what likes music right there. But it makes the scotch taste better. It's like the, the, the least Scotch music ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the the Scots Irish are like, oh hell no! <laughs> I think that was what what accent was that? That was a cross between a Scot and an Irish. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> oh hell no! This is not what we are going to be drinking tonight. Yeah, it doesn't sound anything like a Scotch. Yeah, it was like a rural Scotsman married yeah. a rural Irish woman, and uh-huh. and then they had a baby. That's, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, and then when the baby came out, the grandparents said, "Oh hell no, <laughs> I'm a seven, you're a seven, Ben." And um, I'm, I'm after listening to this music, I'm about to upgrade it to an eight. But you know, I think I'll stick with seven, though. Seven, seven. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our beer of the week from Unparalleled Craft, the Latitude 33 Degree Blood Orange IPA. The can is beautiful. Look at that. Look at that can. It's very eye-catching. Oh, it's a nice um, can. You know, there was It's a very LA can. Yeah, there, there was there was there were no ratings on the shelf at Total Wine. Boo. But we've had blood orange IPAs in the past and I can't wait to try this one cuz the last one we had was really good. So, I'll go ahead and grab some from the cooler. Actually, we don't even need a cooler. We just leave it on the table. Uh, and we'll go ahead and pour it into a glass. All right, we'll be right back with our beer of the week. Thanks to Funny. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, and it's fucking cold outside, Ben. It is freezing <laughs> out here. That beer did not have to be put in the cooler. It could have been left on the table because in the cooler, my hands felt exactly the same. It's like there was no change in temperature yeah, exactly. almost at all because it's, it is getting into the, uh, 
don't know, the 30s probably. Oh, right it's now. pretty close, yeah, baby. It's pretty damn close, and it's fucking cold. This is the Blood Orange IPA from Latitude, uh, 33 degrees. That is 33 degrees. <laughs> on, on our relentless pursuit to bring the world unparalleled craft, they discovered a hidden treasure. With their blood orange IPA. As blood orange stands above everyday citrus, it is not your typical citrus-infused IPA. (laughs) I want to get next to that fire With a crisp entry and slightly sweet finish, blood orange IPA has fans raving. Not a ton of information. No. Uh, ABV 7.2, typical for an IPA. Bitterness 61 IBU, so on the mid-range of the bitterness scale. And it's available in 12-ounce cans and some growlers mm-hmm. which is essentially a jug of beer that looks like it's american born <laughs> uh all right no but this point what made this, you choose this uh i mean i was just uh, you know walking up and down the aisles and uh what did we have last week i can remember exactly what was that mm, i was gonna say it was that, uh, that, that can you sour, check instagram actually. see which one we what, what yeah, we had last week can you check yeah, yeah, can yeah, you check yeah. that is it on there eventually i'll get beer is it on there eventually, is it on I'll, there i'll have a week-long beer you know fest <laughs> all right <laughs> i don't usually i don't know for some reason i just don't usually post beers uh we had last week we had it was that pilsner uh style uh beer it was that uh it was that bohemian style oh, Pilsner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't which was very good and uh you actually know, it was actually really different. crisp and nice that one that one was a very good one and uh you know i was just walking up and down the aisles and i saw this one i saw the blood orange on i know how much we enjoyed the blood orange uh one from uh, uh dogfish head uh brewery and i'm hoping this one is, is similar but just pouring it into the glass just to take the pictures for you know Instagram and, and you know post it on Twitter, um, I mean you really get a nice citrusy note. I mean you, it really hits you in the nose with that nice citrusiness, and I'm, I'm hoping it follows through in the taste, not just the smell. I agree. Let's give it a sniff. Yeah, let's give it a sniff, Ben. I mean the color is beautiful. I mean it's almost like a reddish gold. Yeah, I mean that's like a nice color for an IPA. Mm-hmm. It's not too foggy. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little, a little foggy. Hazy. It is a little hazy. But not not so much so. It's a little cleaner. Oh, but it smells nice. You get a lot of citrusy notes in this one. Oh, I get the citrus hitting me right in the nose. That's nice. I mean, the smell of this is, I mean, the, the nose is so nice. I get a little hoppiness hit me in the nose. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit, a little bit, just a little but it is blood bit orange, of like though. a rosemary a nice or something blood in there. orange, though. I mean, it, it really does, it is advertised as a blood orange and it smells like a blood orange and... I think that dogfish head one was more hoppy and you didn't get the blood orange until you actually tasted yeah. it. Whereas this one, it really on the nose, you get that blood orange. And, you know, you have a blood orange shoe bent. So, you know, you're. you're, you're I do. Yeah. I love blood orange. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an underrated fruit yeah, for sure. Is. Actually, it's an over. Uh, it's not overrated, but it's not something that a lot not of very folks. Popular. A lot of folks, for some reason, like a regular orange because yeah. most people are just American born, <laughs> regular people. That's not getting old at all. <laughs> oh, cheers. You, That's probably his way of saying stop <laughs> saying American born. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Got a nice bitterness, nice beer flavor, bitter. nice IPA has, flavor. That's a little bit of sweetness, though. I think it's a little too sweet on the front. A little dryness. A little bit of dryness to finish. Not as much citrus as I'd On the front for. of the tongue. On the front of the tongue there is, but it's very sweet. It's not like subtle. It really punches you. I mean, it really shows you that, hey, I'm a blood orange, but I don't want that much blood <laughs> hey, orange. Hey, I'm a blood orange. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm a blood orange. How you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Coming to you live <laughs> from the coast. 
We're going to set you on fire with a little Hall and Oats, followed by a little Richard Marks. You know, the second, the second sip, though, it kind of does settle in a little bit. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't like surprise you with that sweetness. It's, it's a little more citrusy. I like it though. It's nice. It good. It's clean. It's crisp. It's probably it's citrusy. It's, it's bitter. You know, I expected this and dry to be a you know more of a uh, a cold weather beer. You know, just being a you know an IPA and more alcohol, a bit more thickness, and just a, you know just you more hoppiness. But this is actually more of a summer beer. Actually, this yeah, is a it's nice, a nice. Citrus it's got a nice. Beer. It's got a nice bit of refreshingness on the front of the tongue, and it's it's probably if I bought this in you know, July or August where it's, you know, like 80 degrees outside as opposed to, you know, 40 degrees outside. It, it, I think we'd enjoy it a little bit more than, 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 you know, 40 degree weather and fucking freezing my balls off. But, um, it's good. It's a good beer. It's refreshing. I mean, it is, it definitely has a nice bit of carbonation to it. The color is nice. The nose is nice. Um, and I like that little bit of dryness at the back of the throat. Yeah. Too. I mean, I really like the dryness. I like the hoppiness. I like the, the citrus is almost like I'm get I'm, I get like a little bit of pine or rosemary there is, in there. There's a little bit of pine in there too. I mean, but it's nice and clean, very fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes like it hasn't been on the shelf too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is a I would say it's a top notch oh. offering for. I mean, the only thing I would say is I'd like a little bit more of the blood orange in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, it's on the front of the tongue. You get it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it doesn't really, you get it. You get it doesn't really follow you through though. I mean, it, it, you know, you get at the front, but then it doesn't really finish with the blood orange. Yeah, like a little bit. It's more, more of the the, the 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 bitter hoppiness on the back with the sweet, you know, bloody orange on the front. Yeah, I mean, it's but good it all the way through. You know, I, I mean, wish it's I, mm-hmm. it's a nice beer. Yeah, it's, it is a it is a solid offering. Um, where would you rate this though, Ben? I would rate this a nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It is good. I would give it an eight. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because I think the other blood orange one that we had was a little bit better. What did I give the other one? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't think it was a nine, though. You don't give too many beers a nine. Yeah, this one, it just, I'm, maybe I'm just missing IPAs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've had quite a few on the show, but <laughs> I don't know why you would miss them because we have them every few weeks. But I don't okay. know why you would miss them because. <laughs> I give them to you like fucking regularly. I mean, for God's sakes, I can't do it every week. I've got to throw a Pilsner or <laughs> a freaking lager in there yeah. somewhere. Jesus Christ. Or a sour or something. <laughs> we, well, we, we were pretty sour heavy in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Well, we those are pretty good. Sour. Those are refreshing. I mean, this one would actually be very refreshing in the summer for something that is 7.2%, um, you know, alcohol uh, content. I mean, it's, it's, uh, this is a cornhole beer. This is a cornhole beer. This it's actually a beer is, you would is, drink like yeah, cornhole. Yeah. It actually would be like on on like a like a, uh, at a at a bar that is like that's an open terrace, yeah. Where there's a little bit of dirt in there, and you you know you're sipping on this, and you know throwing uh, corn through the hole. <laughs> corn <laughs> through the hole. Yeah, Friday's the cornhole king. I mean, I, I beat him once, yeah, but um, that was one of like six. Attempts. You know why? What's that? Because I'm American born. <laughs> <laughs> you probably if you play cornhole better than I do, you are American born. <laughs> No, I just think I'm I'm uh, more athletic than you. Are. <laughs> yeah, cornhole that 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 <laughs> you, you need, only if you're you need in shape. a lot of athleticism <laughs> to play in order that. to compete with the top cornholers in the world. <laughs> you need a foot that can launch a beanbag or an arm that can launch a beanbag. It was good though. I mean, you get a nice. You, you do get a lot of the the orange zest. You know, sweet orange on the front. It just sort of dissipates on the back, but you get a nice bit of bitterness, a little bit of dryness. There's a good bit of crispness. It's a refreshing beer. 
but it's not the best beer. But you know, eight. I, I like eight, it. Eight I like out it of a ten. Lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> eight out of ten, though. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But eight out of ten, though, you know, that's still a good rating. Ben, you give it a nine out of ten. But that's really good, man. It's the uh, the unparalleled craft latitude thirty three blood orange IPA. Very it's good. good. It's and it's good. not even that much. I mean, it was, you know, obviously it's six pack, it's ten ninety nine. I mean, that's about the average rate for like a a smaller sort of, you know, craft beer. Um, you know, so ten ninety nine for a good beer like this, that's not a bad price at all. Yeah, it's cheaper than a Genesee Cream Ale. Cheaper than well, not cheaper, but you know, better than like a Pabst or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But I like it a lot. And thank you so much for for getting this beer and bringing this to our attention, to listeners' attention. Great mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, good. I mean, they don't have much information on their website, so I'm not sure how large uh, this brewery is. But you know, it doesn't seem like it's that big if their website doesn't have that much information. No, they're going to go on Shark Tank. They're going to say, "Well, we yeah. have total wine. We're in 100 total wines." We were on a podcast. Yeah, we were on Thirsty Gold podcast. Mark, come on, Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> woman, a million. I forgot, I forgot what her name is. That one Barbara? woman is it Barbara? Barbara. She looks like a Barbara. Barbara, what do you think? <laughs> Ten percent? I'll give you fifty thousand dollars for seventy five percent of your company <laughs> for ninety nine point nine percent. I love it when they do that. You walk like, away. I'll give you fifty thousand dollars for sixty percent, and they're like, "Well, fuck it. All right, I'll come. I'll be. I'll be back next week with something new." <laughs> they should call it like colonoscopy <laughs> tank. <laughs> to like, wait. So you built it, and you marketed it, and it's in stores, and people are buying it. Hey, here's 50,000 bucks. Here's 50,000 bucks so I can make money off it forever. <laughs> Capitalism tank. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's what it is. <laughs> but then they get the advertising for going on, t- you yeah, know, of course. going on TV. Yeah, I'm sure they, make, it's, they make good money to themselves. I think they do okay. I'm sure they're fine. I think they are. Yeah. I'm a big Mark Cuban well, that's, fan. That's a lot of people don't like him. Unparalleled craft, Latitude 33. Also, same thing. You yeah. Know, I mean, it's a good fucking beer. And actually, I'm going to go down. I mean, there, there's a couple offerings from them, so I'm definitely going to look into what else they have to offer. But I was just excited to see the blood orange on the can. And I remember how much we enjoyed that other blood orange from the other breweries. So. Yeah, for sure. I love blood orange. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, friend. Anything else to add about the... The beer? No. The beer? It's good. All right. Good fucking beer. All right. What's next up on a big board? Next up, Ben, we have our housekeeping to finish up the show. Ronnie and is it is shivering cold. over here. It is so cold. <laughs> he is. And this is only like the first like taste of winter that we've I had. I know. I know. He's very California. And he has no heater in his house, which is awesome. I'm going to be thinking about that. Uh, yeah, it's so expensive. Tonight when he, goes, so expensive. when he goes over there. Hey, I have a couple of space heaters. You know, my place is, I, don't, I, don't, I, definitely, I definitely do not live in a mansion. So that's, that's what that's, you, you want. Know. Buy a condo. Buy a space heater. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> that's, that's the way it is the, for that's now. That's the way it is. That shouldn't be the way in an industrialized nation. The heater should work. Uh, but we are a show. It did for a second. <laughs> it did for a actually, second. The, actually, the guy that came over, Ben, the one that you recommended. He oh, those came guys over. are awesome. Yeah, he was Ukrainian. He's like, oh, it's a good thing they did not call fire department. <laughs> is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it was pretty bad. Yeah. It's a good thing I didn't I didn't I didn't burn the whole place down. Yeah. It oh he, so he I mean cuz he fixed all I mean Yeah, I'm sure he could fix it, but if it's like fixing a whole new unit, you yeah. might as well just buy a whole new but unit. But he was honest with you. He was Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he showed me pictures and everything. He's like, you know, I guess the whatever the uh wherever the fire comes from like inside like that cracked and like so when you turn it on, like the fire just basically goes right through the whole entire <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so all the wires and everything are all singed and burned and everything. I'm like, mm. and I bet they would probably give you a better price. Eh, we'll then like a happens. big company. Right now, space heater. 
<laughs> I'm not spending. I can't. I'm not spending eighty five hundred dollars on a new. Yeah, but I, I love those. Guys. Eventually, maybe. I love those too. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it, it, father son crew. Yeah, I had one hundred ten. It was one hundred and ten, one hundred fifteen degrees, and our air conditioner busted. I called every fucking HVAC company in Los Angeles in the Valley, mm-hmm. and they all told me we're not coming to your house to fix a hundred dollar part. Yeah, or a twenty dollar part that we're going to charge a hundred dollars for. So screw you. Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. And these two guys came out in between jobs, went up in my attic, changed out a $20 part. That's all we needed because I was like literally spinning the the Bottle. HVAC, the, the, the circulator. Because mm-hmm. like there's a little capacitor that starts the circulator and like stores energy and then it starts it. So the AC works. So every time the AC kicked on, I had to go up in the attic and spin uh. it with my hand. So I knew what the problem was, and I kept telling people, I know what the problem is. And they were like, well, fuck you. We're going to go make $5,000 over here. And those two guys, they came out here, they sweated their balls off in my attic to make 100 bucks, and I've respected them ever since. Yes, we are from Ukraine. We don't sweat anything off. Yes, because now we have customer we for bring... life, and now we have Frone as customer as well because we come to your house. We bring the heat and the cold. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need the cold where I am from, but you Americans, you like the cold, we give it to you. We bring you cold war. We can't, we, we, we bring you cold war. We lose, but we also win because we will win later. That's what the Russians always say. We win later, not earlier, later. And your accent is getting worse as you speak. I know. You may take Georgia now. We take it back in a Let's few months. Let's continue with the housekeeping. <laughs> Let's, that's true. We are a show about football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstinggold.buzzproud.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes, all 152 of them. You can check out our show notes, get links to all the stories that we cover, the browns, the scotches, the bourbons, the cognacs, and the rise that we review. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe. You get links. Uh, you can leave a review. Uh, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, especially how many stars? Front Five of stars, Ben. Just do it. We're just begging you. We're begging you. We're asking you. We'll give you a blood orange beer. You can email us at podcastthirstinggold at gmail.com. You can follow us on Frane's amazing Instagram account at Minus Thirst, the beers. Minus the beers at Thirst and, and on my Twitter account at Gold Thirst. Please forgive the Steeler hate this past week. And you can check out all the photography. Well, love and hate. Love and hate. Yeah. Love and hate, but you know. Mostly hate at the end of the week. <laughs> if you delete, if you post 10 tweets and you delete four of them, <laughs> you know, that's probably a pretty good ratio. <laughs> Friday's texting me like, Watch what you say. (laughs) Don't get yourself in trouble now. (laughs) You have to be very careful. Your emotions are high. Because there are things that were objective five years ago that are not objective anymore. So just be careful. Uh, You can check out all, but Friday's photography is amazing. He takes shots, or he takes pictures of all the shots that he does along with the ingredients so you can follow along at home mm-hmm. and concoct these shots on your own. That's yeah, cool. He takes he takes pictures of the scotches <laughs> and the beers. Yeah, wonderful. All right, Friday. Wonderful Anything else photos. to add before we finish up the show? Nothing else to add, Ben, except it's fucking cold outside, but thank you everybody so much for oh, listening right. to us. We'll see you <laughs> next week. Next week. <laughs>